The following may contain language which will be offensive to some people and inappropriate for children. The topics discussed may include drugs, alcohol or be sexual in nature. This show is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. I'm serious. It's dirty. Really, really dirty. Still here? Then pour your favourite beverage, sit back and let's get this fucking show started. Fantastic Forum, Assemble, Skills in the Fantastic Forum, the premier show about comic books and your live weekly discussion about the entertainment industry and uh, friggin' nerd culture. Welcome to Fantastic Forum. You got the usual suspect in the building. First and foremost, he is a riddle inside of an enigma, trapped in Chinese stuff. So you don't know him. You love him anyway. He's our silent assassin, Jay. Hey, what's up? Next, he is our truck, our intrepid senior reporter. He's next in line for the cow. He's our resident Dark Knight detective. It's Oz. I just realized that that Bane is holding a sign that says "Free Shrugs." Oh, jeez. That's why he's shrugging. Yeah. I, for, look, my brain thought hugs because that's what you're used to. And I thought he was like nobody wants to hug me. <laughs> <laughs> just now I saw that it said shrugs and it's just mind blown. <laughs> this is why I had to go back in. <laughs> Next, he is our backbone, our pillar, our strength of fantastic form, the nine invulnerable brawler and resident strongman, Moses Magnum. Hey. <clears throat> and as for myself. My name is Lawrence Young. They call me Mayor Young. Welcome to Fantastic Forum. Uh, we got a great show for you today. We are going to be reviewing Bust Number One, uh, indie comic Kickstarter, uh, or kickstarted a little while back. Uh, we will be talking about issue one of that today. We'll also bring you the latest and greatest in comic book news, and of course, whatever else it is that you all want to talk about. But before we do all that, we want to make sure that we thank. Uh, Mr. Scott Rubin, who without him, this show wouldn't be possible. So thank you, Scott. Hope you're doing well, man. Uh, and we want to go and make sure that we tell you how it is that you can get down with Fantastic Forum if you want to join in on today's show. So uh, take it away. Want to get in on the action? Call Fantastic Forum on Skype and join the pond. Too shy to call in? It's okay. You can join the Discord chat room available at Fantastic Forum. Live. Join the party. You know you want to. When when she says fantastic forum dot live, it's like it's like when the hyena says Mufasa. You know, it's like ooh. (laughs) 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 Say again. 
I get a little excited too. There you go. There you go. It's it's hilarious. It's like uh the funny part is there's a whole generation of people that are like, I saw Lion King, I don't know what you're talking about with hyenas, because they saw the live action Lion King. They weren't they didn't have hyenas? They're hyenas, but wait, are there hyenas? If there are, they definitely don't do that scene. No, they, they definitely there are hyenas, they don't do the scene. That is what happens. There are hyenas. Also, also, there is no live action Lion King, unless you mean the, the musical that was on Broadway. <laughs> that's that's exactly what I was talking about, actually. No, 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 I was talking about the movie. I'm sorry. I was talking about the movie. And I did I did you didn't see the air quotes when I said live action. Because okay, yes. I, I, I gotta look at the people. I can't look at you. I understand. You should look people. at the people. The people want to see me from this side. So, as they said, they can't see <laughs> join, join us. Join us in chat. Uh, you know, jump into the show. Uh, you know, what, whatever, whatever floats your boat. I mean, if you want to call us and you don't want to, you know, you don't have to show your camera or show your face if you don't want to. But obviously, we want to see your beautiful face. You're part of our audience, so you know, do it. But if not, that's okay too. So, uh, uh, what what's happening in chat, Jay? What is, look? Uh, we got Tiger Claw saying, "What's up, Fantastic Forum? Wonder Woman 1984 wasn't the only movie we get to see at home, but we will also get to see the new Suicide Squad, Dune, and Godzilla versus Kong." Yeah, yeah, it's interesting because uh, that is that is one of our our stories. Uh, yeah, Warner Brothers. Should straight I play up. The music then? Oh, play the music then, Moses. I apologize. Woo! Comic book news. We should have a like, uh, like her. Uh, <laughs> well, not, not like that, but like. I'm I'm out here jumping the gun like I've never done this show before. Who's this guy? We need a we need a new host. He's this one's broken. Send him back. I agree. Uh, Warner Brothers announced they're going to release their entire 2021 movie slate on HBO Max for a simultaneous release with theaters. Uh, but, I mean, at least in the near term, yeah, a, a, a simultaneous release with theaters means it's on HBO Max. <laughs> by, uh, by Larry's logic, HBO didn't think Dune would be as successful as another movies. Well, oh, by, by his logic, they didn't think Warner Brothers was a successful movie company. Wait, so now wait, what what is my logic again? I don't I know y'all keep saying this. Like, what did I say? You Tell said, what I said you said that uh link up here if you want to get to that episode. Um you said Larry, if that is your real name. Barely. Uh, it's actually Lawrence. See? see? That's not what I said. I know. I'm already like Mayor I don't Young. even I don't even find myself credible. Now, you said that Wonder Woman was a safer thing to do direct on HBO. They would take that chance because they didn't think it would make as much as the first one or be as good as the first one. I don't think I don't think I said that. I think that I said that I don't think that this movie is going to be as good as the first one. And and I think that I think that most people feel that way. Like, you know, I mean that are at least that are following it. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not talking about like the, you know, the, 
I'm not talking about like the Snyder cut people or like, you know, they're, they're like, I don't know what you call DC like super fans. I don't know what they're called. They're called but... fucks. <laughs> Listen, I'm just saying like, yeah, there's a contingent of DC fans out there that are like hyper, you know, all about DC that feel like, oh yeah, everything that comes out is good. Like, you know, the, the same people that think Wonder Woman 1984 is going to be a, a better movie than uh, Wonder Woman are the same people that are like, will defend Batman v Superman. You know, it's like that's not a that's not a good bar to me. And you know, that's it's all personal opinion, obviously. But I, I'm just like, you know, somebody that's going to tell me that you know, or that will try to sell you that you know, Man of Steel is a good Superman movie. It's like, nah, man, listen. Your your whole taste is all skewed. You know what I'm saying? Like we're not even talking we're not even talking about comic book movies at this point. You know what I'm saying? You're talking about something different. So you know, so I don't. I'm not trying to say like I don't even think 1984 is going to be a bad movie. I just don't think it's going to be as good. It's not going to be one like this joint is not going to be DC's Winter Soldier. You know what I mean? It's not going to do that. It's it's going to be. You know, it's gonna be serviceable, but I don't know. I don't, I don't think that, I don't think that applies to all these movies. I think I think all these movies, like I feel like this, it, it's interesting because I know, um, I think it was Christopher Nolan that made a quote. I think I know where you're going with this, but yeah, go ahead. Where you know, Christopher Nolan said something like, "People went to sleep thinking they worked for like the one of the greatest movie studios in the world." And 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 woke up to find out that they actually worked for like one of the last place streaming companies, <laughs> you know. And I'm just like, that's that's like that's you know this is this whole play is more about people trying to like somebody high up making a gamble on HBO Max, like you know trying to say like okay let's solidify this joint at the expense of their 2021 movie slate, which they may feel is like, well, hey, we don't, like, they're like, 2021, like, I could see somebody making a calculation saying, like, the second, like, the 2021 movie year is is only going to start in, like, maybe June, July. And if that's what, if that's how they feel, then maybe it makes sense for them to put those movies out on HBO Max because... HBO Max, it, it will obviously it, it garnered them some attention. The the idea that people can watch The Matrix Four at home, it's like that's kind of crazy, right? Like, if you want to, you it's know, crazy. Like you're not gonna have somebody kicking the back of your chair. Like <laughs> future is so bright. Well, see, but that's the thing. Like I know for me, like I want a movie theater experience for those movies. Like I would prefer to watch The Matrix, the next Matrix movie, in the theater. Also, like, and, and I got a decent sized TV, but it's I, not so big that I'm like, oh, it feels like I'm in a theater. I, I don't know what Mo keeps complaining about. I don't go to those low budget theaters where somebody can reach my seat with their with their legs. <laughs> Oz, Oz with your one luxury movie theater. I love it. <laughs> I'm not mad at that, though. If you're only going to have one. He lives, he lives in a place where the population is 50. So by that logic, only one person is, is is liable to kick you in the back of the seat, and he's sitting in the other. He's not watching the movie you're watching. 
He's watching a different movie. He's watching a movie in the other uh, screen on that theater megaplex that only has two. <laughs> I under I understand the from a business perspective, right? Because it uh, HBO Max is what fourteen ninety nine. So mm-hmm. if you put out one movie a month, then yeah, you know, that's a movie. That's a movie ticket every month. Here's another thing you guys got to look at. This COVID uh, closure shit with the theaters closing down is actually a benefit to HBO Max because they have this opportunity to they have a whole movie studio show. With that being like a lackluster streaming service or underperformer, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, putting stuff on it will be a draw and they can actually make some money. So yeah, it's something that they probably would have, even if the COVID wouldn't have happened, they probably would have still done it. You know, maybe no. not the week of, maybe not the day of release, but within a month because they, no. they no, they're losing money on this shit. Well, you know? but you can't see, but you're, you can't say both. Like, they're, oh, they're, oh, I'm sorry. You're right. You're saying they're losing money on HBO Max. Right. So right. I think that decision of putting the movie there, maybe not day and in, in date release, but a month after or before it even hit like on demand, you can only get it there for like three months mm-hmm. or before it gets onto any other streaming service, you know, like would be something they would probably do. See, I, I would I would disagree with that only because without COVID, the movie theaters would have a much stronger bargaining position. And even if, if you know, Warner Brothers or AT&T, whoever's calling this shot, you know what I'm saying? Like, if they're like, this is what we want to do, the movie theaters will be like, listen, if you're going to do that, we're not going to play our joints in your theater, or your joints in our theaters, and you're going to lose a lot of money, you know? And so it's like one of these things where that that's valid minus COVID. Now, because of COVID, it's like these these movie theaters... They don't have any powers. Like they can't. They they're not playing anything in the in their theaters, or at least in some theaters anyway. So Warner Brothers, you know, we're like, hey, we're gonna make, we're gonna try to do the power move here, and go ahead and make this happen, and see if we can bolster up HBO Max. But here's the messed up part. Like in my mind, I'm like, I like from like I said, from a business perspective, I can kind of understand them wanting to do this, but from also a business perspective, it seems like they did this and didn't tell anybody that they were going to announce doing this, which is messed up. Like, you got there's so many people that you work with, that you partner with in order to make these movies happen. And it's not like, you know, I understand that these are all, like, under Warner Brothers from a, you know, distribution standpoint, but it's not like, you know, the people they work with are people that they partner with or, like, that they contract, not people that are like their employees like it would be even if they were their employees and they did it a different way it would be the kind of thing that would be like wow you know you might want to give your people a heads up before you you know pull the rug out from under them but i guess they work for you so what can they do but these people that you know like we're talking about all of the the cast members from all these movies all of the uh uh agents that work for those that talent you know, directors, you know, like all of these friggin' crew members. Like, I mean, and don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not, you know, the crews are a little bit different because, you know, 
when you get to a crew level, you're not maybe not necessarily talking about messing with their money, but at the same time, some of them you probably are, you know? And it's just like one of these things where it's like, you should give these people a heads up that you're going to do this, even if you let them know all at once so that, you know, you're trying to prevent leaks and stuff. But, you know, it's like, it's, it's crazy for somebody that produced a movie to find out on the internet that that movie won't be really going to theaters, but straight to HBO Max when they thought something different. There's another aspect too, where, um, you know, streaming rights and, and things like that, residuals and shit that, that comes into play that, that if they didn't know that probably wasn't even ironed out, you know, mm-hmm. um, we saw it similar with Comixology Unlimited where mm-hmm. they started streaming a bunch of shit or on demand shit for without actual money mm-hmm. and the creators aren't getting any. Yeah. The yeah, man. The thing Go is, ahead, it had to be like if you don't want your like if you want your movie to go to theaters, it should be in your contract. And if it's not, like, well, I guess technically it is going to theaters, right? Right. And yeah. that's the thing. That that's what New Mutants did. They had it in the contract. That's the only reason New Mutants even came out. Mm-hmm. Right. So I don't know. Maybe they should have negotiated their contract better. Yeah, see, but I think that that's you know, I mean, you can say that, but it's not the common practice, especially considering that you know, it's like when they started making the movie. I mean, was HBO Max even there? So here's the thing. Uh, this goes back to what I always go back to. Um, well, by the way, Lazy Fuck 420 is uh, waving at you, Larry. Oh, hello, Lazy Fuck. It's actually <laughs> Lazy Fox or Fox. I don't know. But how one of the things I always go to is there, there, there's things that are expectations and norms mm-hmm. and aren't on paper. Mm-hmm. And before COVID, a lot of these things, that's just how you do business. Right. And AT&T or Warner Media is trying to, well, I, I, I have a feeling I know what it is. It's AT&T is like, hey, I got this check to cash. And Warner Media is like, well, we have all these movies that we're going to give you money. But, you Not know, right. and so it's kind of like, again, with that Amazon thing where they can just take it. It's, it's, you got to get it on paper what the deal is going to be, not go by norms. But when the norm is just a big industry <laughs> that you're just used to doing it that way, you don't think you even need to put that in the contract, you know? Especially considering it's like, I mean, at the very least, it's like, you know, a lot. Well, I won't say a lot, but some of these movies are movies that were. No, well, no. Most most of these movies got were being made before COVID, right? So yeah. it's it like five, it takes about five years to make a movie. Oh, okay. Look, but what? Let's say, but let's say that the the place where you're going to make the most of your money is at the theater. So that was the deal. Like you didn't have to be like, okay, well, let's make sure we put this movie in the theater. <laughs> like that's not something. That you should have to put in your contract because that's where movies go. It's a movie, you know, and it's like, don't get me wrong. I know that there's a such thing as a TV movie, and there's also movies that get made strictly for a streaming service, but that's a whole separate deal. It's not your major motion picture deal, you know? So it's kind of like, you should have had it so that it goes in the theaters first. 
I mean, yeah. okay, but I guess what I'm saying is, like, it's like this stuff it was, was unprecedented. And like, everyone was under the understanding this was going to go to theaters first before anything else, and then I'm sure people were going to try to negotiate what you know rights or whatnot to streaming after the fact. And uh, so you know, it's, it seems like Warner Brothers made like a unilateral decision, and they're just trying to see if they can keep people happy because you know uh, supposedly they paid out Patty Jenkins and and. Uh, Gal Gadot, a lot of money, you know, because uh, because they had like some some uh, bonuses tied to performance or whatnot to the performance of the film, and now that it's not going to theaters, they don't get the opportunity to you know get those get those bonuses, and so Warner Brothers just paid them like cut them two big checks, which is something else that everybody else is like kind of angry about because all the other people are like uh so wait a minute so they got cut big checks because you know they are going you know directly to streaming and not the theaters like my movies that's it it's happening to me too am i getting cut a big check <laughs> i mean dune potentially could have been bigger than wonder woman 84 and could, could be like it, it's it, it, they're not. I don't know if Oscar Isaac is getting his uh his bonus. Yeah. You, you guys, uh, I don't know. You guys sound crazy. You, you guys <laughs> are like like in 2020. Nobody. Is, well, okay. Uh, when was this made? In 2017, nobody was was uh, making contract decisions on streaming rights. Now, uh, it well, I, I will. Rights, streaming rights are just the, the they're the cheese on the chili fries. You know what I mean? <laughs> like your, your your box office back end deal is what you know what you signed to that little bonus based on performance. And because part of it is as a performer, as an actor, you're you're running around pretending to laugh at Jimmy Fallon just to sell the fucking movie to people, you know. Well, I for one am supporting the my local theater by buying three tickets. Yeah. Good for you. Are you still going to your local theater? Yeah. What are you watching? Wonder Woman, nineteen eighty four. You, I, I showed you the tickets. Oh, I thought I thought you meant like before Wonder Woman. There, there's nothing else worth going to right oh, now. Oh, okay. I, look, I was just. I was, he's not supporting the local theater. He's uh, he's supporting DC. Right. Exactly. Which is okay. That's fine. I'm not mad at it. But wait, you you are you do have a third person going, right? He only doesn't have a second person going. I, I'm going twice. I'm going once by myself to watch it in IMAX, and then the wife wants to see it, so on oh. Sunday we're both gonna go and watch it together. Got it. Got it. Okay. That's, you know, yeah. I, I'm mad at you now because I brought up when Amber's like, ah, you and your shitty show. Now Emily's saying that too. <laughs> Uh, mine gets more mad at me now because for me to do this show, I literally take the internet and put it on its own router so that she can't access it and slow anything down. Because <laughs> it's so shitty. So, yeah, she, she hates the show even more because now she can't go shopping. Oz, Oz doesn't get his theater kick, his theater seat kick, but he also has to bridge five devices to make one internet. <laughs> but. 
my movie theater sells alcohol, so I get to disinfect from the inside. Oh, That's there it is. COVID free. Hey, you get you act like you never took alcohol to your theater here. I mean, we have yeah. plenty of theaters here that sell alcohol. No, but even before the fact, like oh, you know, got you. Two eleven, two elevens in the purse. Like no, there it is. Two elevens, little. <laughs> These are your best friends. Like I remember one time, Health potions. Health about, potions. A, about a four loco before I went to a movie, and halfway through, I jumped right into the screen, like into the movie. <laughs> the worst it is when you watch a musical. Yeah, because then you start narrating, you, know, you start narrating it in the musical voice. <laughs> it walking, was a risk of cats. He's walking and talking, and that's the love of his life. And don't get us started on Joe when he gets into the popcorn. Oh yeah. lord, you're with on that popcorn. Yeah. Look, it's different when he's on that movie theater popcorn too. Yeah, that's that's that fake butter. <laughs> there it is. That's that fake butter. <laughs> All right. So, are we done with this story? I think I am. I mean, all of you guys are, well. We all have HBO Max, so it doesn't affect us either way. It's, it's good for us. Like, we, we backed a strong horse. Right. I, the, the, <laughs> we the strong you, horse. I love it. The three of you are, are in L.A., so your theater is going to be shut down yeah. for at least yeah. till January, right? Look, I, our theaters may never open again. Our, our theaters can open, and I'm not going. So, <laughs> okay. if, if they were, if they were open for Wonder Woman, I think Joe is the only one that would actually go, right? Yeah. Right. Listen, Joe. Joe's the only one that would try to go. I'd stop him. Joe wants to go to Vegas. Stop me. I, oh, I'd stop you. I'd, 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 give me a ride to Vegas, and I'll go there. No nah, man, listen. I no, listen. Not the distance. Two, two, two. Like two weeks ago, I was willing to entertain Joe's little fancy of going to a movie theater. Now I'm like, listen, Jay. I need you to like. I need you to not die from COVID. It's like so you don't get to go to the movie. You could come to the house and watch it on on the TV at H. We'll watch it on HBO Max together. Joe, his ankles are his are his weak spot. I. I broke them many years ago, and they've never healed right. Speaking of death by COVID, uh, I'm waiting for my second test result. Second? Yeah. Second with your first. Did your first one test positive? No, it tested negative, but I took oh. it to You're supposed to wait a certain amount of time. I was like, motherfucker, you're going to die. <laughs> like, you wait too long, you could die. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're supposed to w- wait like three days. Like a guy yeah. at my work got sent home because uh, he had a, a headache, which I guess is a symptom. I think it's a concussion based on what happened hours before he announced he had a headache. That's a different story. So he got sent home. That's for uh, the <laughs> he got sent, he got sent home for uh, for uh, COVID worries. Went straight to his doctor, got a test, called the nurse to tell her that that he got a test, and she was so pissed off at him. Tell me, you gotta wait three fucking days and then go take a test, and so now you gotta take another test in three days. Yeah, so that's what I did. So I'm waiting. I mean, maybe you know if everything goes well, like don't let me know right when we're on the air, so you'll know when I know. You know, I you know I I, I you know I'm sorry, fellas. Like I, I honestly I was gonna like not say anything, um, just because. 
you know, it, so it, it actually did turn out that there was a, one of the, the patrons, um, like one, you know, one of, yeah, one of the customers over at Jeffrey's, uh, you know, long-standing customer that we all knew and loved. He actually passed away from COVID, uh, recently, uh, name was Alec, real good dude. And it's like really sad just because it's like, you know, the, like, he was a guy that loved, loved, loved comics. And, um, like one of like having conversations with him in the comic shop was literally like one of the highlights of going to Jeffrey's for me, you know, at, since they moved to the new location, some of those conversations have been less frequent just because everybody's kind of like finding their footing in regards to like when they come in and whatnot again. And it, you know, it doesn't have, it did, it didn't, this new store doesn't have the same kind of like hangout kind of vibe, especially of course, during COVID times. But, you know, I saw the dude like a month ago and, uh, you know, we exchanged pleasantries. We talked comics for a little bit and just, you know, but it hurt me, man, just because it was one of these things once again, where I'm just like, didn't have to be this way. And, you know, it's not like I, I, I'm, I, I'm only bringing it up now. Cause I, I feel like it, I would, I would have felt bad if I didn't say something just because it's like on my mind. And I've been thinking about, it. I was going to try not to say anything until, until maybe, you know, next week or something, but yeah, it's, it, is weighed on me, man. Yeah, it's and, you know, and, and I just like I'm just like I just you know, I know you're gonna be okay, Moses. Yeah, but I really want you to be okay though. Yeah, and like I really and I'm just like I'm just like you know, like same way Jay, like you know, I know you like half jest with the whole movie thing, but I know you half serious too. It's like you gotta be careful. Like, like just, as you're half serious, he laughs. Yeah, right, no, but because he knows I'm telling <laughs> the truth, though. He's like, like, stupid. He thinks I'm half serious. <laughs> it's like you know, it's one of these things where it's like you know, Wonder Woman 1984 would definitely be. It, it's not New Mutants. Nobody would be like, they wouldn't be like, why the hell did he go to that movie and he got COVID? But it's still, it's not worth it. <laughs> it's like especially, especially since we could watch it at home. So you know, be careful, uh, folks. Wear your mask and stay away from like st all this risky behavior, man. I know, like I know Thanksgiving just happened. Like in my own family, messed around and had a much bigger Thanksgiving than they should have had. I didn't go, even though I wanted to see them. But I was just like, you know, I can't be like, hey, we shouldn't be doing this, and then show up. You know what I mean? Right. It's like you gotta you gotta lead from the front. So I'm like, listen, I'm not gonna go. And you know they go like unfortunately they're gonna do the same thing for Christmas I think and I'm just like it's messed up man because I don't I, I hope we all come through this unscathed but I can't see it not not you know especially because it's like you know not everybody's healthy well so it's know, like, I don't want to get into too long of a COVID discussion but you know they talk about pre-existing conditions one of the pre-existing conditions that people don't talk about is a vitamin D deficiency. Mm. Be Vitamin D deficient actually uh, hurts your chances with this shit. Even if you're like thin <laughs> and athletic, and you know, twenty percent of Americans are like that. Another mm -hmm. thing is, you know, a lot of bunch of these motherfuckers are like, oh well, if you're gonna die, you're gonna die. You know, only it only kills nine percent, and it's like, you know, half of those people saying that are mad about that guy Ben and Hillary, like. 
because four people died or some shit. But over here, you got 300,000 pushing 300,000, and they're like, ah, it's just 1%. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I, you know, you guys didn't laugh at my that guy Ben joke with that Benghazi. But uh, oh, I look, I, I was sitting here like, I, I was here thinking, I was like, who's Ben? I, I knew what he was. Like, I, just I was, like, like, yeah. was like, Ben Shapiro? Yeah. I was, like, ben, I was trying to figure out who Ben, I knew you were talking about Benghazi, but I thought like, you were talking about actually a Ben, too. <laughs> you should have asked who Ben is so that I could have delivered the punchline. But, but about so, that. it's like, you voted, they didn't vote for Hillary because a few people died. Now, I'm not saying it's good that they died. It, it sucked. The whole situation fucked up. But we're in a fucked up situation. All of a sudden, it's like, oh, it's only a certain percentage that isn't healthy that right. needs a cooling, and it's like it's three hundred thousand to what four? Well, like, it, it, it wasn't. It wasn't that four people died. Is that all oh, these oh, okay. officials yeah. lied about the reason yeah. for that? Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. Yeah. It, it's that. It's that. But you know, <laughs> yeah. It's that. It's that. Again, it's three hundred thousand. It's three hundred thousand that could have been avoided, even at least by half. With proper leadership. And for those of you in our audience who find yourself lacking in vitamin D, join our OnlyFans. We'll get you there. No, I, I will not. I will not be joining you in your OnlyFans. Well, look, I mean, it's obvious OnlyFans because he's the only one that wants to be on it. I actually am vitamin D deficient. Yeah. Uh -oh. Uh -oh. Yeah, now you gotta I sign up, Jay. I was a D pills. Yeah, but it's something they need to check, so they don't just give you the pills. No, so but you can the hospital. Oh, you, you mean by the corner store? Yeah, you can do that. Um, it's not gonna work as great as a prescription. It's not as pure as clean. But you go depending on how you get what fillers they have. And honestly, take the over the counter. And stand in the sun for 15 minutes a day. It's as simple as that. Mo Mo's trying to, get, trying to give Jay that dirty vitamin D. <laughs> the thing about it is... is OnlyFans win. <laughs> Whenever, wherever, big man. Look, I feel like we should start... <laughs> I feel like we should start it and just broadcast there. Like do our <laughs> you know how mad people would be if they go on the OnlyFans and they see what? these four squares with us in them? If they, click, <laughs> if they actually click on it, if they actually click on it and see us, they might be relieved. They'll be like, oh, fantastic forum. Okay. <laughs> Let's be honest. Only half of us are wearing pants anyway. Yeah. I'm definitely not wearing pants. Yeah, I'm not I'm, either. Uh, yeah. yeah. I was just wearing pants because I saw him walk up. Pants. What? 2020 has been pantsless since March. <laughs> anyway. All right. What's our next news story? Uh, I have a story. Breaking news. Breaking news. Oh, yeah. That was it. But it's also a rumor. So it might be breaking fake rumor. Breaking fake news. But I'm upfront about it. it. It is a rumor, but it's it's making the rounds. So I thought it was interesting that apparently Brie Larson might be recast. No, no As way. What did no, you no. say, Jay? As what? No, no, no. Not because Captain Marvel would get recast. Is what he's saying. Oh, okay. 
either either recast or uh you know if, if they want brie larson to go gracefully give her like a like she sacrifices herself and then someone takes over the power i don't know, maybe monica rambo i i don't know the, the rumor is though that they're they're tired of her crap and disney what is her crap uh apparently she's tough to work with apparently uh the apparently no nobody liked her which has been a rumor for for a while yeah, it has been a rumor for a while and uh, on top of that, like Disney's kind of freaking out a little bit because she started a YouTube channel and like the traffic on that is like it started at like two million and it's like down to 70,000 at this point. So they're thinking, you know, the world is getting tired of her stuff. I, I don't know. It, it's a rumor. It, it, it's a rumor. You know, she is straight and white. So I don't know why I don't want to see her on my screen, I guess. She's still a woman. Yeah, real, that only checks one box. She's not even gay. Yeah. Real quick, uh, big man CJS in chat says, I need mayor screaming savages. <laughs> I'm not mad at that. I like you, you can definitely have that. I'll let it happen naturally, though. <laughs> like, like, I guarantee you, before the show's over, I'm I know for the only friends, it'll just be him saying savages while you do it off. <laughs> while I'm standing there holding my spear. You bought a spear? <laughs> That's one of his unboxings. I was. Oh, geez. Is it like, is it the friggin' Beskar from the Mandalorian? That spear? That's racist. I don't know how. It just sounded racist. What? <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say, Jay? It's a spear in a box. What are these days? For the OnlyFans, I'm going to do an unboxing video, and as I open it, it's just going to be my my dick. Just Listen. oh, look, that's a Tiffany's box. <laughs> I don't know who this bitch it's tiny Tiffany and hard is. like a diamond. I don't know who this bitch Tiffany is, but I am putting my dick in her box. Oh. Wait, is she hot? Oh wow! Like, clearly, you've never bought jewelry for a woman. All right, obviously, this story is run the course. Next one. No, I have a comment on it. Uh, you know, she might be hard. Brie Larson, that is, is hard to work with and generally unlikable. I'm actually, I was a fan of her in other shows. I was about to say, like, people have worked with Brie Larson for a long time. Yeah. How come all of a sudden but she's unlikable? She, what happened, I, I think she won an Academy Award at some point. No way. Brie Larson has an Academy Award for what? I think it was for The Room. I don't know if she won it, but I, I know that movie had um, Brie Larson was in The Room? That movie had uh, Oscar buzz. Yeah, but Brie Lar I mean, The Room only has like three people in it, right? She was what, the mom or she's the daughter? Like, who was Brie Larson? She was the person in the room with the kids. Really? Yeah. I didn't realize that. That's how good she was. You like it. Yeah. Her. No, I didn't, I didn't watch the movie. Oh, get the fuck out of here. Then. What do you really got to comment on it? I, I wasn't commenting on the quality of it. I just didn't realize she, it was her in it. Uh, that's that's all I commented on. That was Brie Larson. <laughs> Tyre Clark chat says this whole thing about Brie Larson being recast isn't in all the big media sites, so it's gonna it's gonna false. Hold on, I'm a little hold on. That 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 pisses me off a little bit because that story was picked up by Bounding in the Comics with which Tyre Claw always references as a fucking. <laughs> Trustworthy yeah. source for any fucking rumor, and and I'm the only one that stands up and says you're full of shit, and 
uh, apparently I'm wrong because Bounty in the Comics said it, and now that it's a story that he doesn't like, now oh, it's fake news. Fuck you. <laughs> well, he just oh, he didn't give us that news story. Real quick, uh, Brie Larson did win an Academy Award for The Room. Wow. Best yeah. performance by an actress in a leading role. And she's actually won a few awards. She won a Golden Globe and a Primetime Emmy. She's not a bad actress by yeah, any no, means. Nobody's she just, she's actually she just, she's too talented for that Captain Marvel movie. Nobody's no, nobody nobody talks crap about her acting. They talk about her personally as a person. Yeah, and on top, on top of that, she came in to, to Captain Marvel yeah. already as a celebrity. So to recast her for somebody they can get cheaper is not outside of the world of possibility for a movie studio like Disney. Well, the thing is, um, I, I, the, the, her as an actress, award-winning actress, and her being hard to work with, to me, the way I, the reason I brought those up is because they kind of go hand in hand. I can see Disney trying to do, make her do things that are like, you know, like she got to pretend Jimmy Fallon's funny. Like, and it's like, she's like, I won an Academy Award. I don't want to do this just for your like ancillary superhero movie that is like, it, the whole big thing about Captain Marvel, it led up to a cameo in, in Endgame. Like, there's nothing well, there. Not, I mean, listen, I, we all, I'll put this, I'll say it like this. When Captain Marvel first got cast and that movie was started getting made, like, everybody knows Captain Marvel was going to, was planned to be a franchise like everything else. Now, those plans may have gotten derailed potentially, maybe, I don't know, but, uh, it could have been like an amazing opportunity for all the people involved. I, what what it boils down to, I think, to me, is just that you know, like Brie Larson, Brie Larson's portrayal of of Captain Marvel, it, it wasn't fantastic. It was good. It wasn't fantastic though. It's like, and that's the thing. It's like when you talk about the MCU and people like. Uh, just about everybody, all the major players come bring their A game. You know, it's like, how are you going to stand next to Chris Evans and friggin' Chris Hemsworth and Robert Downey Jr. and, you know, only do a good job? You can't be only good. You got to be great because everybody else is, is being great. And I think that's all it is. It's like, you know, it's like, it, it's not like it's terrible. It's just not as good as everybody else. But I don't know that it's so bad that you're like, well, we got to find somebody else. And I would be shocked to find out that people are like, well, look at her YouTube numbers. It's like, what? Like, my dude, somebody somebody have a conversation with the young lady and she'll decide if she wants to do it still or not. Like, I, I would believe she, she was going to leave the role before they recast her. And you know, if she leaves the role, then yeah, they, they very well might just be like, well, yeah, maybe maybe Monica Rambeau is the new Captain Marvel, which she was actually the original Captain Marvel. So, or at least also uh, apparently she doesn't get along with Elizabeth Olsen, who is kind of being made as the uh, the most powerful Avengers. Well, she don't have to get along with Elizabeth Olsen, does she? What? Like, what is the whole thing of the movies together? Technically, uh, the character doesn't even have to get along with 
Scarlet Witch that much. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm just saying, like, Elizabeth Olsen, and it's not like they're like, oh, well, we need Scarlet Witch in the Captain Marvel movie. No, we don't. We don't. Like, but they don't have to get along. It's not like it's like, oh, man, the dude that's playing Captain America and the guy that plays friggin' Winter Soldier can't be friends and they they just they're, they're, they they don't mix they they have no chemistry it's like that's a problem Elizabeth hey, I just I just re- I just report the news I'm not the one here trying to say how why it makes sense or not you report the rumors of fake news <laughs> well it's a rumor time will tell if it's fake news or not oh man and I'm not I mean, reporting fake news because I said up front it's a rumor he did say up front it was a rumor there it is I agree. Sorry. He look. Uh, look, we're, we're gonna have to call him Oz Hannity. <laughs> he said, "All I was saying is it could have happened." It's you're right. Bill, you're right, Oz Hannity. It could have happened that way. Bill I mean, O'Reilly. Biz O'Reilly. <laughs> like I think Oz takes that as a compliment, except for the whole sexual. Maria Bartiromov. Oh, no, I've wow! Been, I've been very inappropriate with a lot of women. Oh well, there you go. Yeah, well, nobody, yeah. Nobody bodies. You, you haven't paid two point three million dollars. <laughs> no. All right, what's the next story? Pills for twenty bucks. Problem solved. I'm sorry. What next? Next story. <laughs> wow! wow. Uh, Where did you guys to go to the next fucking story? I don't have the docket on me, so somebody. Oh, oh, no, no, no problem. Jay, what? Yeah, just pull up the next one, Jay. Serious uh, cast expands. Oh. Now that's an interesting one because the the series is still happening with Renner. Yes. And like Renner, like was just trying to shoot his wife like a year and a half ago. <laughs> I mean, was that was that confirmed? I don't know, but oh, I know well, you should every that. <laughs> Again, it, now it, who's it, reporting fake news? I'm not. I'm not a reporter. Like I said, I'm confused by this story. I this is the clear up section. Did that happen? Or didn't it happen? There is a file of domestic abuse opened with the police department. Yeah. So, you know, and then a lot of the news about Hawkeye got hush hushed. Right, go change it a little bit. That was the rem- the rumor that he was going to be out of that series right. for a while, and he laid low for a long time. Uh, and uh, and now I see him back, and he's uh, he's deaf according to the news. But- yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, he's. I mean, but that's actually like a part of. Uh, of of Hawkeye's like character yeah. in the comic, and so yeah, they're bringing that aspect of things. Yeah. I need your consent on a few yeah. items to continue. See, my phone is trying to talk to me. I don't know. No, why. what? Look, look, Nia's new job. They're already the CIA is already tapping you. Apparently, yeah. yeah. Anyway, so uh, images images um, came out of Haley Steinfeld in her sign. It's Steinfeld, right? Yeah. Okay, uh, her, that chick in um, in her her superhero outfit. God damn it! I forgot that character's name too. Kate Bishop. 
not not Hawkeye. Um, Arrowhead. Artemis. Artemis. Are you talking about Kate Bishop? Hawkeye. There you go, Kate Bishop. I, okay. It's Hawkeye. It's Hawkeye. Her name's Hawkeye. She's next to Jeremy Renner, so he's still Hawkeye at this they're point. They're both right? Hawkeye. They are both Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Yeah, they're both Hawkeye together. Why don't you know this? Because I don't care. Because he's what you call a. No, I'm not going to say that. I was going to say, let's just say he's a DC super fan. <laughs> That's why you said Artemis, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and Arrowhead. I noticed it. I was going to say Speedy, but that would have been too on the nose. Then Lawrence would have been like, why are we talking about the Flash? I mean, she's quick. <laughs> okay, continue. No, her name's not Jesse, though. <laughs> um, yeah, so, I mean, what did you all think of the... I mean, I guess it's not an official reveal, but what do you all think of the look for Kate Bishop? Sockeye. You guys see the the pictures? I saw the pictures. I thought the same thing I, I thought when I saw the comic one. Like, eh, who cares? Kate Kate Bishop Hawkeye is actually a really good character. Yeah, but she don't look all that great. Like, it's not like a cool design or like, whoa, this is a new character. You know what I mean? Here, yeah, it's like a purple Under Armour shirt. Right. The same thing I thought when that was I saw that in the comics. I see, uh, you know, at the very least, it's like kind of comic accurate in the terms that I'm like, eh, yeah. <laughs> it's a whole bunch of meh. Yeah, but I mean, I, I, I'm actually more worried. About, well, I'm not worried. I, I'm more interested about the show being good. So if it's not official at this point, like it's just what we're seeing, and it looks fine there. Usually, when we see unofficial things, I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? You know. And uh, the fact that it was like man, and I was like, okay, maybe the show they're they're putting their energy on the show instead of just the aesthetics. I the, do feel good. The the interesting thing to me, just when I was reading the the story and looking at the at the images, is I saw all these people like basically just nutting their pants on how comic accurate they they claim these images to be. Oh, and that's not. I'm, I, I'm sitting there like. I haven't seen either one of these motherfuckers wear a mask. Well, Especially Kate Bishop doesn't wear a mask. Well, she's got the sunglasses, though. That's not a mask. It's sunglasses. It's, it's more than she's got in those pictures. Look, it depends on her fucking, you know, little whatever that thing it's does. True. I'm aware of how you wear them. <laughs> that what you said? <laughs> depends on how you wear them. I, look, I love that you said that, Moses. I'm, I don't I don't know that it makes sense, but I look look at you. Look at you. You're hilarious. I'm a totally different person. Like <laughs> he's like he's 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 like what's the well you're Magnum. Yeah. He, he's more covered up than any of the Robins have ever been. That's hilarious. Yeah, never talked about that. that. Well, the Robins, look, that's not a great example. Like, I might do the show like this from now on. I think I, I like how it's on camera. It's I don't like that. I don't like that you can see the ring light and all that, but it's hilarious to me whenever Red Hood takes off the the, the helmet and he's got that little domino mask. Yeah, him. that always. And then the eyes are still like white. So he's, got, <laughs> he's got like <laughs> there. Yeah, I, I I don't know. Oh, did I put that bad? I did that. <laughs> wow, right, right on her boobs, huh? Yeah, yeah. That's hilarious um, looking at. No. Um. <laughs> This one. I, I I hear there is a rumor 
that he will wear the original mask with the flares in Hawkeye. But I, mean, I, don't, I don't know if he's going to wear it or they're going to show it like how they were going to do the Wolverine. But yeah, yeah. Is that better? <laughs> like big man CJS with the best comment of my life. He says, oh. Moses is the Howard Stern of Twitch. It's like That's anytime true. I can, anytime I can get co- compared to Howard is uh, an extreme honor. I mean, <laughs> Haley Steinfeld will, will make a, a decent Katniss 2.0, I believe. I, look, I think if uh, if Kate Bishop was in the Hunger Games, it would have turned out a lot different, and it wouldn't have taken four movies. Yeah, That's true. That's true. No, Kate, Kate Bishop's a beast. I yeah, mean, like it, it's one of the times where they can like replace a hero you like with an, a version that might even be better. And that's why they come out together and they have the same name because it's like they're so different but so good, uh, each in their own right. Yeah, they're well, equals essentially. That, and that's I, more of a classic comic book look. And I'm like, yeah, that's not what I'm always iffy on, on replacing a, a hero that I like, but. The way they're doing it, where the original is passing the torch to the next generation and kind of mentoring them, I like that because that's that's natural. That feels that that's how it should be. And and like I feel like both Kate Bishop and I think another good example in Marvel is Wolverine with uh, Laura Kinney. It's like they both like took that mantle like after the person that was the original person had died, and so. Eventually, yeah, that the the person like the original uh, uh, namesake came back, and you know, like I, honestly, like I I personally like I find Laura Kenny's Wolverine a lot more interesting than the original, and you know, Kate Bishop is like her her portrayal of Hawkeye or her version of Hawkeye to me is definitely just as interesting as the original Hawkeye, depending on who's writing it. And you know, in some cases, even more interesting. So it's like, I just, want, I just want the show to be out already, so I can stop having to explain to people that Kate Bishop is not Hawkeye's daughter. <laughs> well, they were kind of Disney. Up. It, it is Disney, so it might be. Oh no, it's not gonna. Be. No, they would at least use the same actress, right? Right. Larry, here's another thing. In this news story, when you sent it to us, the little thumbnail thing. Had echo on it, yeah. Now elaborate on that. I didn't read the story. I mean, I have an opinion on the story already, but I didn't read it. Um, so, oh, good. So yeah, so it's like uh, that always uh, hits me because of the Ronan thing. Right, right. So they they say that you know Echo, which you know her uh, her alias in the comics is Maya Lopez is going to be in the show. And they cast a newcomer, um, Al- Al- Aliqua? Aliqua Cox, I think it's, a, it's either Aliqua or Aliqua Cox. I'll go with Aliqua. Aliqua? Yeah. That makes sense. It could be Aliqua. I'm not sure how to say it. I apologize. But, you know, like, I tried to look it up. Uh, and, you know, she's like new, new, new. Like, she hasn't done a lot of stuff at all. So it's like, you know, you can't. I know for me, I, I had trouble finding how to pronounce her name. I, 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 I mean, listen, I think you you said it the worst, 
But how do I know? As far as a proper noun, that could be I mean, it, it's aqua with an al before alaqua. It, it's not aqua with an al. It's like it? when I get my apple pie at Norm's. Well, back when I used no, to before I, COVID, I get I want my apple pie alaqua, where you just pour a glass of water on it. No, A-Q-U-A. That's aqua, right? You no, put I mean, an yeah, A-L. But, but, but generally speaking, you're that's not where the, like, the al-aqua is not how you're going to do that. Like, it's an A-L-A, so that's probably going to be like ala, ala, alaqua, ala. Well, sure, if you want to say it in, in, your, in your, you know, American conqueror way, but I'm trying to say it in, you know, the, 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 Person of color way. There was a word there. <laughs> that okay. Well, hey, we'll, we'll let you go with that. Uh, I do have a picture of her here. Hold on. I'll, I'll show you what she looks like. And uh, she, yeah, she's like cast to be Maya Lopez, a.k.a. a.k.a. Uh, Echo. Uh, I, I think she's actually deaf, too. That's that's what I read too. Yeah, because now in in Hollywood you can't um, in an industry based on playing pretend you can't pretend anymore. You have to get actual. Said about Elliot Page though. Well, why 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 pretend if there's somebody that fits the bill that the whole industry the whole industry is based on playing pretend. No, but I mean, if there's deaf people that are acting, why not cast them to play deaf people? I mean, I I understand that. But why? Like, why? Why are why not irrelevant? Like, we're with, all with, with that with that thought process. You're like, well, might as well just cast white people and let them be in blackface to play black folks. Then it's the same thing. Hey, hey, look, uh, they they have black people playing white people in Swamp Thing. What black people play white people? Dude, Marcus, whatever. And I, I actually wrote down in one of my index cards uh, where they had uh, people of color playing white people. But I mean, Bane, like Bane's Hispanic. You got a white guy playing him. That's, Mordu, that's the opposite of what we're saying, Mo. Mordu is a, is a white yeah, guy. He's playing, pretend. he's playing yeah. pretend. It's okay. No, it's not okay. It's like Bane, if Bane is Latin, he should be Latin because they're Latin people that are acting. The Dos Equis man, like, it's playing pretend. I don't, I don't know how that, like, what, what, what's the nationality of the Dos Equis guy? Well, the first guy was uh was French was a uh, Jewish, and the next guy is French. But what the, are they? What are they supposed? The guy, to? The, the new guy never caught on. They're supposed to be Mexican. It's Dos Equis. Yeah, Dos Equis is Mexican, and he, they speak with a Mexican accent. Both of them, like, well, not a Mexican accent, but a white, uh, um, a white, accessible Mexican accent. They don't like seeing Dos Equis. They're like. Hey. Drink those equis, my friend. You know, like I mean, listen. If, if it should be a Mexican guy, then I agree with you. Like, let it be Mexican. I don't know. I'm saying it doesn't have to be. They're playing pretend. You know, I, I and I disagree with you. Hey. I'm just saying, like, especially like, don't get me wrong. I can see there's some roles where you're like, well, dude, like, like, let me put it like this. There's some roles where people are like, we tried to find somebody and we couldn't, and I believe that in some instances, but. You know, if you're gonna be like, oh man, I don't know, we couldn't find any any deaf people. It's like I don't believe that. Like, here's the messed up part: home chick. Like, I know she doesn't have a lot of credits to her name, 
but she, like, physically, she looks like she fits the role. Right. And she fits, it, it, obviously, she fits the role in regards to the specific aspect of her being deaf, which is awesome. Awesome. So it's like, dude, they found somebody, so go with it. You know? Yeah. But, you know, I mean, I'm not going to... You know, I don't know, know what her uh, ballet or uh, martial arts background is. Because I feel that should play a factor in it, too, right? I mean, not as much, because, right, like, most people aren't martial artists, right? Well, if you can get somebody to connect and do martial arts and be deaf, why not? Well, if you can do all of it, sure. But... They also have to have the right look for the actual character, right? And if they have the right look, why not? Well, hey, listen, I agree. If if there was somebody that had all those qualities and the martial arts background, and she has no martial arts background, then you're right. They should have picked that person. But I don't know if that was the case. I think now I'm, I need to see a list of who they rejected. <laughs> Mo's got to sift through the list and be like, wait yeah. a minute. What about I, I, that's going to be my new thing now. <laughs> that's going to be my new thing. What now. about not, this one? Yeah. I, I'm not gonna see the Batman until Pattinson's parents are shot. That's just the way it is. Yeah, and until he's a billionaire, and that's the world, that's the world we live in now. Yeah, I think I think it's quite. I think it's not as extreme as you all would have us believe. Fortunately, Gal Gadot is a goddess in 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 human form, so I can still watch Wonder Woman. You're like she ain't even them scary. (laughs) Here's the thing: she's the only person in them scary with a fucking accent. Like everybody should have the same accent in her as her if they're in them scary. Why? Yeah, all the actresses like developed an accent. No, they didn't. They they talk more the way Gal Gadot. No, they don't. But, But even if they don't, why? Like. People grow up in Georgia. They don't have no accents. Wait, but they all. But she grew up in Temescara, surrounded by those women. So she should sound like how they sound. No, like what? Listen, I know people grew up in Georgia, and everyone in their family has accents, and they don't have one. Right, but then you also have uh, what's uh the the Black Sabbath singer? What's what's his kid's name? Ozzy Osbourne and Jack Osbourne. Yeah, Jack and uh, and uh, the, the dog. Oh, no, the dog. Uh, uh, Kelly. Jack and Kelly have British accents. They grew up in America. Yeah, they grew up in San Bernardino. They grew up in a household with Oz, Ozzy and and his wife who have those accents. So now they have that accent. I mean, so I just, just just look. You can give me an example, uh, like the 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 uh, the the example that the one different. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. You guys are talking about the beautiful melting pot that is America. But I'm talking about a work of art and performance art that is being presented to my discerning eyes and ears. Man, you don't know what the mascarans sound like. You talking crazy. Apparently neither did the Warner Brothers. Nobody knows because it's all comics. Exactly. So why have some people with one accent and some people without it? Because that doesn't make sense. Like you know, I watched Hercules. I watched Hercules, the legendary journeys versus Hercules versus the Amazon women, and they all had the same accent as Hercules. My my guy, I'm talking about like people live in the same city and don't have the same accent. Again, that's the beautiful melting pot. That's America. It's not a, a work of art being presented to me. But, right. But and, 
Lawrence, you're comparing a city uh, where people immigrate in and out all the time to a place that has been isolated for, in, in, in the movie anyway, for at least 500 years. Like, it's isolated. It's only been this group of people. You do. Go to New Zealand. New Zealand's an island. Not everybody in New Zealand sounds the same. Oh, nobody travels to New Zealand every year? My bad. I'm sorry. You're right. New Zealand is an island that's been by itself, alone, isolated, without any outside contact for 500 years. You're right. I'm wrong. Okay. Okay. At this point, we have to disagree and disagree because we got to move on to the story. Wonder Woman and the TV show don't have no accent. We're not talking about the TV show. We're talking about the movie. That's a work of art that's being presented to me. Like there's no there's no there's no separation between characters. Like it all fits. This separation between characters in the movie doesn't fit quite right to me. That's all I'm saying. Okay. What's the next story? No, we we like, we're we're past that. We're in the we got to go into the stories we missed. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Already? Yeah, it's 104. We're trying to do a tight 2. Oh damn it! I, I do believe that bus will be short. A short. When you, say, when you say 104, you mean the runtime, right? Not the. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I, I, I'm sorry, my brain like I looked at the clock like whoa <laughs> something. Okay. Oh, you thought it was like 104 in in the morning? Yeah, like he like. <laughs> no, I have a running timer. Like I was supposed to switch to the stories we missed side part of the show, uh, ten minutes ago, but Is I was. That you're drinking, by the way. Yes. Oh, Mickey said so Larry jealousy. loves Disney. <laughs> that's that's why. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Mo. You're a good friend. I, I kind of hope he actually did plan that out. <laughs> why? I, I planned it out last week because I drank Mickey's last week, but I planned it out last week, but it didn't come up. I, I have a lot of things that are planned out. That <laughs> like these glasses, these glasses have been sitting there for uh since June, since we started doing YouTube, and it didn't like, it didn't come up. So, it, if it's a joke that he just came up with right now, as I asked him, that's smart and witty. If it's something he planned out ahead of time, that's no. brilliant. He, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I have, I have the next hundred shows planned already. At least my my two two second two minute intervals. All right, all right, Lawrence. Let's get to what we missed, so I can, so we can bust. Oh, jeez. So listen, listen. Oh, my God. I hate it. I hate this. Listen, I, I know that we're, we're, like, getting to, like, you know, we need to get past some of these stories, but I, I, I have to show this because I'm so psyched. This is the friggin' uh, house. Why house do you have the hood? Yeah, why do they have the red hood? Isn't that Oracle's nice? there. Grie- grievous? Grievous? Why is Grievous there? I hate you. I hate you so much. So this is the friggin' first wave. Did they whitewashed Magneto? <laughs> it's Jean, the first. Jean Grey looks like she's so over it. The first like wave of the house, at House of X, Powers of Ten, uh, Marvel Legends line, and like I'm the, so in for it. The, the look on like Jean Grey's face is like every woman that has ever seen me take off my pants. <laughs> Jean, Grey, Jean Grey looks like an over-the-hill woman that's holding on to her youth. 
it's oh, like, wow. Disappointment and boredom. Yeah, she does look a little cougarish now that I, yeah. Yeah, but she's like, cougarish is fine. Like, it, age appropriate. Like, I want the, you know, the dim room. <laughs> she looks like Marvel Girl, but she looks like 50. Well, it is. I mean, a good 50, but it's, yeah. it's current. It's current Jean Grey in that outfit because that's what it is. In oh, it's so old ass. It's old ass Jean Grey in that outfit. I mean, it's the current Jean Grey. I don't know. If I call he, her he's old as fuck or what? Like how? Old <laughs> yeah. It's like I mean, when the old woman tries to put on her her high school yeah. uniform I, again. I, obviously, with X Men, it's like you know. The timeline is kind of fluid, but I would I would suspect that all of the all of the original X Men are probably in their late thirties at this point, at least. Maybe maybe their early forties, but probably their late thirties. Okay. Is that what the Tri-Sentinel is supposed to look like? It's not. It's not the the traditional Tri Sentinel. It's yeah. the Tri Sentinel from the future yeah. in Powers of Ten. It looks like the Tri Sentinel from the movie. Well, the Tri-Sentinel from the movie is terrible and a whole different other thing. But it also no, wasn't a Tri-Sentinel. I can't believe you didn't catch me on that, but go ahead. Say what? It also wasn't a Tri-Sentinel. It was just a yeah, regular. Yeah, you know, it was barely an actual Sentinel, so. That's true. You know, Sorry. Yeah. So I was like, you know, whatever. Like, I, I, I'm not here to try to get you on the right page for Marvel stuff. Like, I know that's a friggin' fool's errand. I mean, <laughs> but this line, I'm just like, dude, like, I've already I already have uh two two sets ordered because I got one to take out the box and the only reason I'm keeping the box for the other set because that's not normally what I do but the box actually has the character names in Krakoan and so I'm so in for it where I'm like oh dude like so when people when kids go to the store and they're like mommy or daddy who who's this their parents won't be able to read it because it's in Krakoan because their Quick parents question. Won't be- I love it. Yes. Uh, quick, quick question. Uh, just why? Why is Nebula red? It's not Nebula. It's the Omega Sentinel. I hate you. I oh, hate you so much. Is that I what they you. call her in the future? No, it's not Got Nebula. It. Oh, what city does he live in again? I mean, look, you know what he lives in this, in, this, in, uh, in bump fucking Illinois. I'm gonna go find him. Find it. I can I <laughs> just imagine Larry asking for directions to bumfuck, but he done curse. I'm I'm here I'm here one pump away from getting into my bust, and you're just delaying me. I don't like it. So stories that we didn't get into. Uh, let's see. Uh, we talked. We oh, first of all, uh, Tony Dalton's on that hot guy cast as swordsman, which is amazing. For those that don't know who Tony Dalton is, he's he plays Lalo on friggin' uh, Better Call Saul. It, it it's gonna be it's amazing casting. I'm excited about it. Um, Lalo? Who Lalo? Yeah, I don't know who that is. It well because you're not keeping up with Better Call Saul. You watch Better Call Saul? I no. I mean, oh, I watched I watched one and a half seasons, but I only watched really one episode. Oh yeah, well, no, he didn't show up to until like season three. three I, I think, think yeah. So Lalo, you, somebody, Lalo named, is, somebody with the last name Dalton is playing a Hispanic dude, and you're okay with it? Oh, this dude's very Hispanic. Yeah, he he's one of these guys. Dalton? He did, I, I he, actually think I actually he, think they captured him just because he had that mustache. Dude, I'm I'm, I'm almost certain he probably changed his picture. name. Uh, you know oh. what? Was it Tony Dalton? Is that what? It 
Yeah, yeah, I can, I can, I can get a picture for you. Hold on, I got no, 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 no. I, I got it. I'll, I'll be the judge of that. Okay, but no, I, like I'm sure we gotta hire when we can. I'm sure he's like home chick from Agents of Shield, who like you know she changed her last name because she wasn't getting cast in roles, and so she changed her name to I can't remember what her name is, but home chick that played Quake, like she wasn't getting cast because she was using her Asian last name, oh, yeah. and then she, she didn't know it. Yeah, yeah there you go. He did change his last name. Yeah, he changed his first name, uh, Alvaro Luis Bermat Dalton. Yeah, so born in Laredo, Texas. Yeah, like the dude is amazing. Oh, oh yeah, that guy's great. I love that guy. Well, listen, you don't. You can't love him. You don't even know his name. But look, I or love that. How you, or that you, how you get down? You say he's good, but you never saw uh, uh, Senor Alvaro on HBO Latino. I mean, my guy, really? I, I gotta watch HBO Latino. He don't speak Spanish. I'm sorry, HBO Latinx. No, he's really like that show is good. Like that, that, that. Listen, I, yeah. I'm not disagreeing with you. I, I haven't seen it. I'm just saying. I have to say the guy's good, and yeah. he's gonna be amazing as swordsman. And like, like he he has the potential to steal the whole show. I'm in. I'm in. You don't have to say nothing. Like. I don't give a fuck about deaf ass uh, wife beating Henry uh, Jeremy Renner. Like, I'm in. Like, yeah. in fact, in fact, they should recast Hawkeye with him. No. He could play a white guy. I mean, he could, but yeah, I don't. Like, think... The last name like Dalton. Yeah, he's he's in. He's in. Like, you know, you got Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac. He's like, you know what? The Jews run the world. I'll be. I'll get a Jewish last name. Yeah. <laughs> But he's a fucking Chapin. He's from, from Guatemala. Yeah. Oh, dude. Uh, we didn't get to DC Future State. They had their trailer that that came out. Uh, yeah. and, you know, uh, uh, <laughs> Oz, did you just make a man noise? No, that was me. Look at look at Oz. Well, I, I, you're not I, down. I agree. I, we'll see. Oh wow. Although I I am I'm kind of. I want to read uh, this uh, Yara Floor character. It's just funny to me that she's the next Wonder Woman from yeah. the Amazon, which makes her Amazonian. I don't know that that tickled me for some reason. Okay, that's fair. Like, I, like I'm just saying, like you you understand DC Future State is going to take over DC Comics for two months. I, I don't have to like it. I'm not saying you have to like it, but I'm saying like. If you're if you're like, well, I'm not down for it, then you don't read any DC comics for two months. No, no. I'm, I, I'm gonna read them. I'm not looking forward to them, but I'm hoping to be surprised. Are you are you like are you pre uh pre spoiled by it because of or not pre spoiled, but like you know, like the whole have you bought into the whole SJW no. DC thing? Oh, okay. Nope. It just doesn't look good. Uh, I don't want to say anything because I haven't read it. That's fair. I'm gonna read it. I mean, look, if people will say, "Oh, the, the new Wonder Woman is the SJW thing." I kind of, I'm kind of interested. Uh, I want to see. I, I want to read more about her. So, um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't buy into that. But I haven't read it, so I don't want to like disparage it because it could turn out to be great. You know? I hear you. Uh, other I, I, uh, real quick, I do have uh, I, I um, we talked about Ethan Van Skeever <laughs> a couple of weeks back, and yeah. I 
did get to ask him because I, I remember I told you I was going to reach out to him. I did get to ask him about uh, this SJW Wonder Woman book. Uh-huh. And uh, I actually recorded his response. Yeah. That's what that's what he had to say on it. <laughs> oh man, Ethan Van Schiever would not be happy about that. He wasn't. You heard what he said? He said something about his pump. <laughs> uh Naomi TV show in the works for the CW. Uh Ava, Ava DuVernay is, is attached to that. She's the one that's ruining new gods too, right? Uh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I like I think yeah is the right answer. Obviously, we haven't seen new guys yet, but yeah, it looks weird. So uh yeah. Uh <laughs> Marvel uh anime X-Men and Wolverine are both coming to Netflix. Okay, uh, which is another trend in Netflix, bringing a bunch of old shit, putting the Netflix thing on it. It's like, yeah, Netflix original. Right, right. But it's it's interesting because this is the kind of thing where there's a lot of people that haven't seen that. So, I mean, nobody saw it. Like, this is, I feel the only reason they got this is because Warren Ellis is attached and he's already done good for Netflix and Castlevania. Yeah, right, right. Uh, there's a Star Wars rumor that. There's a high uh, a High Republic animated series in the works, along with two other animated series that no one knows what those are about quite yet. All I know is it got high in it, so I'm uh, I'm enjoying. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it look Disney is definitely going all in on the High Republic. They're like that's our era, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, there are new Eternals comic book costume designs uh, based on the movie, right? Or something like that. They're, they're definitely trying to. They're doing like what X Men did when those movies came out, or trying to see if they can kind of go. Well, they're doing a better job, I guess, than the X Men movies in the sense that obviously the X Men, like in the comic, the X Men just became like leather wearing random people with X's on their leather outfits. Now, in the comics, for that 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 actually happened before the movie or because of the movie. It happened because of the movie. Okay. But but it may have happened. It I'm pretty sure it did happen before the movie came out. Okay. But it happened because the movie was going that direction. Okay. And so you know, like so the 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 media dictated the change in the in the the outfits. Yeah. Not the other way around. Uh, and so they're doing a similar thing, but they're doing a a, a better job of like, well, you know, it's Marvel Studios, so they're trying to like. Do some things that kind of like hint towards the comics, but they're doing a bad job, like we had already said with Eternals. So it's like, you know, yeah, don't worry, don't don't feel bad if you haven't seen it. You just wait for the movie; it'll be fine. Um, now, okay. are they reassigning genders too? No, they're not doing. Okay, no, no. Uh, uh, Monster Hunter movie controversy. We didn't get to that. Uh, we we should have done that actually. But Monster, Monster Hunter's racist. Next story. Well, it's racist for Chinese, which I mean, right. everybody should be happy about that, right? Like everybody says, Kung flu and China virus. Like it, it's in it's 
in vogue to be mad at Chinese. I mean, now, all you listening on Fantastic Forum, I was mad at Chinese before for their occupation of Tibet, like before it was cool. The, the, only, the only thing about that story that, see, it, it's tough for me because China has that, like, that scoring system where the more you defend the state, the, the higher your, your score or whatever. So I... If I wanted to get my score up, I would say, oh, this fucking movie is talking crap about China. I'm not going to watch it and raise my score up. Why, why did the censors catch it, though? That's the weird thing. Because it's, it, it's, it's, a, it's a silly little joke. And the, the two characters are talking. It's the, it's the Asian Chinese character that, that says this, where like he points to his knees and says, you know, it's like something like dirty knees, Chinese, because there's a there's like an old nursery rhyme where you would do Japanese, Chinese, and you do like different, you know, your, your eyes different right, way. Like Japanese just has glasses on, right? Like like Chinese, Japanese, and then you say dirty knees, and so it kind of related to that. Um, the the scene it, it's been removed from what from what I heard, but it. It was a Chinese character making a joke, which to me felt like uh, a black character using the N word. The 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 way it was done. So I look. I'm not gonna say that nobody over there was offended because I don't understand the history of that. I'm saying maybe some of them were trying to build up their social score. I don't know. It it could be that they could have genuinely been offended. It's tough for me to to say because I don't I don't know I I don't live in that culture, I've never experienced that as a derogatory comment. So I, I really it's tough for me to judge. Uh, if they're offended and it's been censored, then you know I I don't know what else to say. Oh, one other thing that made him mad, I as I read the story, I, it is that, that joke is in English. And for for their theaters, the the subtitles were changed to make it seem like it was something else. But the ones that speak English like knew what the actual joke was. So then they felt like, oh, they're trying to hide it, but not really. And Westerners are making fun of us. I, I will say uh, for, not, for not knowing what to say, you sure could have a lot to say about it. <laughs> for me, I, I thought like knowing Monster Hunter and, and being uh I wouldn't say I'm a Monster Hunter fan. I do enjoy the games, but I never play through them a whole lot. But I enjoy, honestly, I'm gonna be real with you, motherfuckers. I just enjoy the tutorial levels. <laughs> like those are fun as fuck on Monster Hunter. You know, I, I think I played like four generations of Monster Hunter games, and I I only played the tutorial levels. I just like that, like because the game is just gonna be that, just with bigger monsters. Yeah. But, 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 but I thought I thought that the Chinese joke would be that the cat is cooking the food instead of being the food. What? The 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 in Monster Hunter the the chef is a cat. I'm that, 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 that's the Joe thing. I'm sorry. Say say it again, Joe. Uh, the actual line in the movie is. Of the guy points at his knees and says, "What kind of knees are these?" Chinese. See, that's not even as funny as the trying to eat the cat. Not, not yeah, Mo's Mo racist joke was way funnier. Jeez, oh, like I could write for the Monster Hunter movie. So, so it'll get better. Story, 
other stories we haven't gotten to. <laughs> Letitia Wright uh, had to have some hard talks with Marvel. Letitia Wright is the actress that plays uh, Shuri on Black Panther. Oh, she, the anti-vaxxer, right? Yeah, she put up some anti-vax stuff, and so they had some conversations with her. Uh, we got our first creative team from a Marvel alien comic book. So we didn't get to that. Uh, trans- I want to get back to the anti-vaxxer thing, but you know, I guess... Yeah, go on. I mean, no, 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 no. We got to move on. Like, Okay. I wish uh, I would have gotten to that. On the, the, uh, the, the stuff we didn't get to segment is going longer than the stuff we got to. Right. <laughs> With Transformers Earthrise trailer for the new Transformers, uh, the, next, the next installment of the Transformers Netflix series trailer came out, and then uh, X-Corp's uh, X-Men comic spinoff coming soon. And then, oh, and Moses Magnum is a comic book character. Yeah, you're never going to find out about that. Like, I've been immortalized, but you're never going to find out. So. We can save that for next week. That's that's big enough that we can come back to that. Ah, look, I agree. No, I, I think we, we definitely should, unless you want to talk about it right now. Though. Nah, let's just wait till it's a blockbuster movie. Let's start a kick, because it was not released. So we hey, should hey, be- hey, you don't got to put no details. I'm immortalized. We'll talk about it when the blockbuster movie comes out. That's it. That's it. On All, right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let's play some review music. Oh, yeah. I got to do that. Huh? <laughs> Mo's like, make sure you get through this, goddammit. Review. Like, review. <laughs> Well, not, not like that, but like. All right. Bust number one. Moses Magnum. Yeah. Bust number one. I, I you know, in the first shutdown, I went nuts, got high as fuck. And uh, I just funded a bunch of shit on on Kickstarter. And one of the things that came up was this book called Killtopia. So I funded the production of the third graphic novel because these aren't they're issues, but they're independent graphic novels. So uh, this guy Dave Cook and uh, in this case Chris Tool created Bus, and it was one of their projects they had done a couple years back. But the tier that I got, I got everything they made. Because I'm like, oh, I don't know who this guy is from a hole in the wall. <laughs> but I like the, the picture he put on his Kickstarter. It just looked good. Which is this cover? For, no, no, for Killtopia 3. Mm. So I was funding the production of that book, so it's not even out yet. So I got all my rewards except for Killtopia 3 with that really awesome art. And I wish I would have pre-produced the segment a little better. I would have put that art up for you, but I didn't. Hold on. Oh, okay. Okay, so <laughs> sorry, I, I'm waiting for a package and, and Amazon's taking forever. Um, but yeah, so I, and I'm like, you know what? I, I was going to say let's do Killtopia, which in hindsight, we could have done Killtopia 1. It would have been a good teaser for 3, my big, you know, executive producer credit <laughs> in that book. But um, and it would have been a more enjoyable experience, I'm sure of it, I, I'm assuming. Um, but really, I'm bringing you this book because nobody, Larry doesn't know how to pre-produce right. He should have told me that Sandman Lock and Key was coming out today. Like, I would have reviewed that today. Wait, what? 
Sandman Lock and, Lock and Key uh, crossover started today. Wait, but wait, that's my fault that I didn't know that? Well, you're a producer on the show. They're like, hey, you know what? Maybe uh, you might be interested in this. Yeah. Leadership starts from the top, Larry. Yeah. But I'm saying you said you wanted to do bus. No, well, I said that in, if you look at our pre-production, like, ledger, it's like, have we decided on something? I'm like, well, I got this. There's that there. If you guys want to do that, we can do that. Here, just grab that. Because nobody responded on what they wanted to review. But if I would have known that, uh, the problem with uh, Sandman Lock and Key number zero uh, is that it was supposed to come out in October. But with COVID and everything, <laughs> yeah. So I, that's it. You know, once it doesn't come out when it's supposed to, it's in the wind. Like, how, how I, dare I not know that it came yeah. out today? Yeah, exactly. Like, I went to a comic book store today. I did not see Sandman locked yeah, no, crossover. Uh, and, and you know what? I, if I'd seen that, I would have bought it. Uh, this is an inadvertent review of that. Uh, it, it, it's okay. Bunch, yeah. bunch of savages. But, in but we got this bus, <laughs> and bus is a, a post-apocalyptic story where a virus ravages a nation, and uh, <laughs> which I is all the time. I can't right? relate. I can't relate. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's actually kind of weird that that's like I had a weird night where I couldn't sleep last night, so I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna do pre-produce the show at two thirty-three in the morning. And uh, that's when I started doing. That's when I interviewed Ethan Van Skeever, and I got that clip earlier. Luckily, he was up. Um, <laughs> but I read this, and I'm like, man, okay. So uh, the story, the story itself as a concept is a, a guy living in Las Vegas as uh, one of the good blackjack players in a casino, taking people's money, giving them false hope, kind of a con man, dealer type guy. Um, and then the world goes to shit, and the virus kills a bunch of people. It it turns out to be a kind of a zombie virus, kind of, uh, which I believe with COVID is kind of like that too. Some of these people I see acting out in the street when they're told to wear a mask act like it's fucking zombies. But anyway, that's beside the point. Um, he travels to Austin, the one safe haven in the U.S. where you can kind of thrive, but you thrive under a totalitarian rule. And he makes his life there. This whole 50-page comic book or whatever, it's, it's, it's a graphic novel, so it's a larger format book, uh, gives you the whole, the whole story. Uh, and it's, the whole story is really about his last fight. So it starts off him going into the last fight and then gives you a flashback. So the, the big meat of the book is the flashback, how he got there. Which I think is an interesting um, way of doing it, like to give this big book with two bookends in story structure. Uh, I think I think that was actually well planned out and well made. And then you see the story go, but I'll get to the criticisms later. Um, and and then it goes through that, and then eventually you get a twist of what his final fight is. And that's that's how I got this book bust number one by Dave Cook and Crystal Tool. There you go. Uh Oz, did you get to read this? I read it. Okay, what did you think of it? He hated the art. I did oh I'm glad oh yeah, I did. I, I hated it at first, and then at some point 
I realized that the the art reminded me of something, and it's uh, every every cousin that I have in, in, uh, in prison <laughs> who, who takes up art as a hobby. That's how they draw. Yeah, <laughs> whether it's prison tattoos or like they they like like tape on on plastic cups. You know, it, it looked like prison art to me, which actually flow goes with this story yeah. because he's essentially a prisoner, especially in, in book one. So, yeah, the, the art bugged me, but it kind of like it kind of fit. Yeah, it fit the story that, that I was reading. So I didn't I didn't let it bug me too much. I, I got through it. The the world that they that they build post apocalyptic post apocalyptic stuff is either for some reason I either love it or hate it and I didn't hate it. You know, I, I, I did at first as soon as when I saw the first zombie, I was like, Oh, okay. It's, it's this, but then I kept reading the, the story and it's more about the, the character the more about the, the main character than it is about the world. Kind of like walking dead where it's not a, a, a show necessarily about zombies is about people living and zombies are just, something that they have to deal with. So I, I like the story enough that I got past the art and made me want to read the, the next couple of issues. It's uh, I enjoyed the book. That's fair. That's fair. Okay. What do you think of Buddy? Think about buddy? Um, I didn't like it. Uh, not a fan of the story and the art is really bad. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't do a good job of like showing movement. Mm -hmm. um, there's this one panel, uh, for instance. Where uh, it's that's the wrong panel. Uh, but It's also a little jarring that like, it, it was tough for me to, to realize that 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 the main character in the first couple of pages is the guy in the flashbacks. <laughs> yeah, no, hey, listen, we're gonna yeah. talk more about that in a second, Oz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let, let's Jay finish and then we'll get back to that because yeah, I, I I'll go I'll go into that first. <laughs> in this panel on the left, like he's putting a cleaver through someone's head, but it doesn't look like he's actually swinging it right with enough force to do it. And you see that all throughout the book, like their move, they don't show movement really well. Yeah. And I actually don't like the art style. Mm -hmm. So that's just all kinds of bad with the art and the art style and the lack of movement. And I wasn't really feeling the story. Like, it's not much. I don't know. I did not really get anything from it. I, I think uh, uh, the story suffers from, you know, trying to do a one because it's a Kickstarter model. You, you know, you do one thing, so you want to give them a full thing. And so they want to cram a lot of a full arc of this character. Where I think this particular story, like, I'm okay with, you know, I always talk about the Coffin comics, the Brian Polito comics, Lady Death, 
Yeah. You know, it, like they every time I grab one of these books, they're in the middle of something. Right. But it feels like a full comic. And this one feels like it was three or four Kickstarters that were compressed into one. And I, I think that's where the story itself was. The story itself, the concept and the idea, and even the execution, like the way the characters interact with each other and how they relate to each other, you know, from a trade perspective in this post-apocalyptic, I think that that's something that a lot of people don't take into account in um, in post-apocalyptic, even zombie stories where it's like, okay, who's going who's gonna to serve a purpose logistically, you know? I think that was a gem in here that's hidden, and um, it, it, I, I think if this was, was an arc of an independent comic book, I would have bought all six willingly after reading the first, but mm. buying a whole. Now you also got to take it into perspective. I paid eight pounds for nine comic books, so I don't know what that translates to. I'm not going to do the math. <laughs> I don't know how many. How many dollars is eight pounds? I don't know. Yeah. I feel generally. Fact, you know what? I, I got. I got. A consult, I got a consultant here. Hold on. Hey Siri, how much is eight British pounds in dollars? Ten dollars and sixty-nine cents. Okay, I paid ten dollars and sixty-nine cents for nine comic books. Oh, that's good. So, that's a good yeah, deal. That's actually pretty good. And, and um. From reading Kiltopia, like I really enjoyed that a lot. So I'm gonna be excited when we do that. Oh, <laughs> and that's I'll the new thing. That yeah. But it, going back to this, and it was like it felt a little like yeah, I'm watching Dave Cook get his bones. Like this is his first comic, and it, 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 it kind of made it's like his, this is an independent movie. So I'm a little invested monetarily, but. I'm also invested in seeing all his work at once. <clears throat> all yeah. his work at once, rather. But, um, but yeah. See, and, and I will say that for me, this definitely showed that it, fe it felt like somebody's first comic book to me. And that's, like, unfortunate. Because, like, I I'll tell you, like, I did not like this book. And, but but what I will say is this. The reason I didn't like it was because... I, I could tell that, like like you just said, Moses, the concept is there. And I think that the story is, for the most part, is there, but the execution is terrible. And it, it's, it's terrible both, at least to me, from both like the story and the art perspective. And, you know, it's like, it's not, you know me, I'm not one to mess around and like dump on people because... You know, I, I I I prefer to be positive, but I know for me, I was just like, man, like especially. And it's, here's the thing, like especially considering some of the books we've been reading lately, I'm just like, oh man, like it's crazy to me that, like, what it was was it last week or the week before that we did the Hellboy joint? Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, like coming off of Hellboy, a Hellboy review with. You know, Mike Mignola doing the scripting for Hellboy, which, and this is a, understand, this is definitely an apples and oranges situation in regards to experience, because we're talking about Mike Mignola creating a story and, and scripting it for a character that he's been doing for what, 20 years? 
30 years? How many years? I don't even know. Like 30 years. Decades. For decades. Yeah. And then and then uh uh friggin' Adam Hughes, like who's been doing art for decades as well. Like we're talking about those two people versus like say like this is I, this is Dave Cook's first comic, right? Uh, in you know, the way that these books that I got as rewards, everything he's done, it feels like that's his first. I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure this is his first comic, and and I don't know about Old Tool and and his art, his art like you nobody know. nobody knows. <laughs> okay, but this feels like his. It's his first comic too, and so it's like literally like you know apples and oranges when you're talking about like people that have decades of experience doing something versus two people who like well we're, this is our first shot and it's just like it's just hard because like oh man like it just came it's bad timing because i might have been kinder to these people if i was reading something lesser more recently but i just happened to be reading great comics and it, so it it, it, it it like every flaw comes to the forefront with with these particular books because i'm just like like it's hard man like when you're talking about show don't tell it's like it's a comic book right if there's any place you should be showing things and not telling them it should be in a comic book and they tell you a lot of stuff that they don't show you and like go 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 that, that, i i sorry i i have to get in this because if you're going to be a patreon subscriber I've I've been critical about Marvel Conan, but in quarantine, I, I'm almost caught up with Marvel Conan. Oh wow! It turns out OG Conan, I'm all caught up on. So, gotcha. so yeah, I, I have some uh, like that. That's kind of there. There's one. That's there, that's, there, there's that's a particular oh, book where it's like a show not tell that Marvel. You know, that, that, like Patreon link up here somewhere. Uh, you know, somewhere, patreon.com slash fantastic forum. But yeah, sorry, but, Larry, I to cut you off. In Conan, they 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 tell not show. Well, because Conan initially is a fantasy tale told in prose, they yeah. feel that they gotta put in a lot of caption boxes. Well, but keeping in mind too, though. What they're doing in those particular books is literally taking the prose. You don't and, know what I read. Well, the Marvel Conan, I know a lot of those those initial books are like literally taking the exact prose and just talking about 70s shit or Jason Aaron shit. I'm sorry, say what? You're talking about 70s uh, Marvel Conan? Or like no, Jason Aaron. Nah, like, nah. You read seventies Marvel Conan? Well, I, no, I read those when I was little. I read Jason Aaron's Conan, Life and Death of Conan, and I read uh, Battle for the Serpent Crown. Battle for the Serpent Crown ain't following no book because Black Panther's in it. He's fighting Mephisto. I, I'm pretty sure that's right from Robert. Robert yeah. Howard didn't give a fuck about no Wakanda. I mean. Wakanda fits. That's what actually sucked me in. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, I, that's what sucked me into reading these Marvel because, like, man, Conan and Wakanda would actually, like, 
I would want to see an ancient Wakanda in Conan. Yeah, that'd be close. It fits. Yeah. So that, that's what actually issue three was what stuck me in. And then now I've been reading that whole arc. I'm not oh, finished okay. with it yet, but um, but then I went back and bought a bunch of shit. Yeah, quarantine sucked. Like, yeah. you're supposed to not spend money because you don't leave house, your house. Right. All of a sudden, I'm spending a ton of money on fucking comic college. Right. But what I will say is the, like, going back to bust is just, like, I like I think the reason why it, it bothered me so much is just that, like, I can tell that the nuggets, like, the ideas for good comic books are there. And so it's just, like, it literally is just, like, oh, like, they maybe just didn't spend quite enough time figuring out how to present the story or, you know, like, I mean, I, I can't, I don't know if, the, like, I don't know if O'Toole as an artist, like, I don't know if he can hack it. Cause here's the thing. It's like, I know like the cover, what I saw for the cover of Bus, which Joe put up earlier is a pretty interesting cover. And I know like the back cover of the book that has like, which is definitely not O'Toole's art. It's somebody else's art that is like, oh, well, that's like an interesting portrayal of those characters. Like, that is something that it's like, okay, that's like, those things draw me in. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, Jay's going to cover that. So <laughs> the weird thing is I picked this book because of the cover. I hadn't read it yet yeah. to suggest it for you guys. Because no. I know Larry loves sweaty, bloody guys with knuckle tape. <laughs> I picked this. What I love? No, yeah. but, but no, I mean, he definitely has like an MMA fighter kind of vibe going on here. And, you know, I could totally see, like, if you see this cover, that's interesting. Like, if I was, if I was in the comic shop and I saw this cover and I'm like, bust, and I'm like, what's this? It was like, number one, I might pick this up and just put it in my buy pile, provided that it was like, you know, a $2.99 book. You know, I'm like, okay, yeah, let's let me try that out. Or even if it's $3.99, I might try it out just to see. But once I get inside and I'm like, oh, like I'd be disappointed by the art, but I'm like, okay, if the, as long as the story's there, I don't care about the art. And that's the thing. The story, like the concept of the story is there, but it's executed poorly in this number one, man. And I'm just like, uh, it's unfortunate because I can totally see a different artist and a different writer taking these exact same ideas and shining. Like, I could see it. Like, I can see it. I'm not saying, like, I could do it, but I know someone else could. And, told, and, and like, even going back, like, the, the, the most simple thing, Oz said it right in his thing. Panel to panel, the main character looks different, which is crazy because it's like, if anybody should look the same, it's the main character. Like, whoever the book is about, that guy should look like the same guy every time he, he, he's on the panel. And he does not look like the same person from portion to portion of this book. To the point where I was like, is there a different artist in different <laughs> other parts in other parts of it? The, and I'm just there's, like, oh. The, there's one point in, in the flashback where you, you see him, you see him in the flashback, and then you get to to a page where he he talks about how he started working out, and he goes yeah. from like a regular skinny dude to like this like fat like cute like just a ball of a dude like trying to do trying trying to do pull ups. 
It's, and, it's and the very next, the, the frame before that is like a super skinny dude trying to do push-ups. It, it, it's like two pages of like three different people. Right. And then here's the thing. Like, which is weird because the, 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 the like secondary characters look the same. You know what I'm saying? Like the people, there are other people where it's like, that guy looked the same throughout every portion of the book. Why does the main character look the same? Which is like, it's it's strange. And then on top of that, it's like, like, there is like, <laughs> there are just, right. like, like, one panel skinny dude trying to make do push-ups, then he's like a huge fat guy trying to do a pull-up. It's the same dude. Yeah, like that. I mean, like every panel other than the mutant is the same guy. And, and from from this scene to present day, which is just like, like a few months, he looks super old. Yeah, his hair like just goes all white. For some right. Reason. Which, which I mean, you can make an argument that if you had to fight yeah. in a pit every day, that that would make you prematurely gray. No, I've watched Gladiator. He didn't get gray. <laughs> ah, but I mean, uh, Tito Ortiz, that kind of happened to him. Like within a year, right? Tito Ortiz is bleach blonde. Oh, which which he probably Pussy. which he probably dies. I'm sure, but yeah. you know, but yeah, it, it's a, it's a it's a strange thing because it's like, and the character, like, first of all, they they like the the caption boxes basically narrate almost the entire book, which. Yeah, like a novel, but it's a comic book. So it's like some of that is something that's like, okay, you shouldn't be telling me that. You should be showing me that happening in the pages. And they don't do that, which is unfortunate because some of those things, it's like there's some things that I would want to see. For, like even just there's like a point, like just the whole idea that this fool like somehow started some sort of like revolution because yeah. – he, I don't know why he started a revolution. Like, he tried to rob the casino. He got caught. And then, he got made a, then got made a pit fighter. Yeah. Why does that make the people be like, oh, man, it's this the, is about freedom. The, the writer was trying to rewrite Gladiator. Where, where in, in, the, in Gladiator, I mean, he basically, like, makes the, the emperor look foolish for, uh, right, somehow. But, but, but everybody hates the emperor from the jump. And and they they definitely tell you that people aren't necessarily the biggest fan of this dude, but not so much so that it's like, oh, right, you're right. In Gladiator, they like set it up where it's like, oh, this guy is like not well, and then keeping in mind too, the dude is like in Gladiator, the dude's a war hero, right? Yeah. Well, they no, they don't know that though. N nobody knows that. Yeah. No, nobody uh, nobody knows it until the end though, right? And then at the end. Home. No, they don't even know the at the end. Here's the here's the important part about Gladiator. The oh. audience knows it. Um, here, it, it it feels like it's a, a drawn out story that's really just compressed. Like the elements are there, but if if it would have actually played out properly, it would have made a lot more sense and with better art, of course. I, I yeah. It, overall, as a comic book, uh, put together, it, it's not well done. I, by the way, I should also point out that uh, they make it seem like like Gladiator that uh, the people are behind him and he's going to start this revolution with his fist. 
And then the last like three or four pages, yeah. <laughs> that, 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 that yeah. everybody forgot about that. <laughs> like dude's talking to a whole different group of people now. Yeah. Dude, nobody yeah. cares about him. Listen, and I will say this too. What 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 I can I can I, I feel very confident, and you Mo, maybe you can help me out here because maybe you knew or got to see this tear in the thing, but I feel very confident that there was a tear where backers got to like send in their picture to be put into the book. Because uh, for this book, because this isn't the book I bought. Um, oh, this, yeah, no, gotcha. yeah. I just suggested this because we can get a a complete right. story out of it. Right. Um, I. Oh, go ahead. So that that's why I suggested this book to read because it had a pit fighter. I know Larry, you'd start drooling and and getting a precom ready. So uh, that that's why I picked this one. The one I picked. The here's here's the art that I saw that made me go to this Kickstarter page. Okay. I'm trying to put it on, but it's not letting me. Oh, here we go. Oh, yeah. No, that's a cool, yeah. that's cool that, art. Yeah. That I saw, and I'm like, you know what? That looks kind of cool. And I got Killtopia. You know, I'll review Killtopia whenever. I don't know. It might be a Patreon thing. might be an OnlyFan thing. Is, um, that, is that a robot prostitute? That is a robot prostitute bounty hunter. Oh, dude, we got to read that next. Yeah, Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I got the fir- I got pissed and I uh, negatively reviewed, uh, I almost negatively reviewed the Kickstarter because I didn't get three in my like packet that they send out, and I'm like the fuck. And it, it's like I, I didn't read the fine print. I'm actually funding the production of issue three, so. Oh, you will get it when it, I, when it comes out. Yeah. 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 Okay. But yeah, man, I, I'm just like, I know for me, I I was just like, this this whole thing, like it just, it feels half baked, and that's the sad, like the sad fact of the matter, where it's like, like because I feel like the concepts are for the most part there. I mean. Maybe you could have spent a little bit more time on the whole mutant thing, and you don't have to tell me like why people are becoming mutants, but maybe spend a little time on like, well, what it means that they're mutants. Like, because I know, like, throughout this time, you all say keep saying zombie, 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 which yeah. that's how they act, but yeah. technically, they're calling them mutants. So, is a mutant basically the same thing as a zombie? Like, if so, that's fine. Just, all you got to do is say that. But they don't ever really say it. They just say like, "Oh, the the thing happened." And yeah. I was like, "Okay, fine." But it's just like they they tell me a lot more than they show me. And then just like how Jay said, when they show you stuff, it's kind of like uh, lackluster looking. Yeah. And it's just like it, it just feels like somebody's first comic. Like I'm just like, you know, I, I one day I hope to write a comic book, and it's like my my fear. Is that it might turn out like this? Well, you here's what I mean. Thing. Here's that's the thing. How I, like, that's that's how I feel about this book. Like, it, this feels like a parable where it's like, make sure you do your research and write and make more drafts than one, or else your comic book will turn out to be bust number one. Larry, you know how I plan things out. Like, you're already my editor. Like, you don't even know it, but I know, oh, I know. when I write something, like the they, I have a, a select group of people that yeah. are going to read 
the manuscript yeah. at first, yeah. and you're 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 one of you're one of. Them. I would love to do that, and uh, because of that, because it's like I need people that are going to tell me, you know what, you you fucking suck, like but yeah. you don't have, to. you know, like you suck, but you don't have to. And that, right. that's really the art of writing is you got to, you know, because there's one thing like, you know, with music, like if you start off as like a street performer, like you put it all for the, the street people and they don't like it. Like us on YouTube, like we have a, a staggering six views every week, you know, <laughs> it turns out six people like what we do, but those six people are what we like. And, you know, you six people on Patreon at 30 bucks a pop, look, we're, we're going to get good wardrobe. 30 we're giving out discounts okay <laughs> um, but no, speaking of which, uh, we got some comment in chat uh uh black compact hello black compact always good seeing you i don't think i like that style talking about the art and and that's that's really it like if i was going to introduce somebody to comics i wouldn't do <laughs> this you know yeah, uh, this know. comic i feel like a battered wife with this comic because it has potential and it's oh, like it and it's, he could be so good sometimes, you know, because <laughs> and, and, there's moments in this book where I'm like, you know what, I like this, but then I don't. And Oz, I feel, had that too. Um, Joe didn't have it at all. Larry was, uh, he just liked the cover with the sweaty, like angry, rapey. I saw the potential, yeah. Yeah. but but I'm like, Dave Cook isn't there in this book, which yeah. you look. I even looked it up because I was just like, like Dave Cook, like I get he wrote some video game stuff too. Okay. And and um, you know, so it's like he like I understand that he's like yeah, or at least at this time was like a burgeoning writer. And right. I'm not I'm not, not look, what I but will say is this the fact that he got had that shitty work out is a testament. And here's the thing: it's like I can't say to somebody. Oh, you should not have made this because it's like the only way you become a good writer is by writing. And if you write and put yourself out there for people to like see it and tell you what they like and don't like, that's how you become a better writer. It's like I haven't written any comics. So I'm not here to be like, oh man, this should not have existed. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying like it wasn't good. And I'm hoping that the constructive criticism. That or at least what I hope is constructive, because if it's not, I'm sorry, Dave Cook and and Chris O'Toole um, will help them be better in the future. Which I'm I'm certain that these guys are better now than they were then, because I this book came out as far as I know in like 2014, I think. So that's like six six years ago, right? Damn near seven. Who knows, right? So I'm just like. And this book, <clears throat> this book is uh, was bonus for you, right? For funding the one you actually want. Yeah, the right. picture I showed, Kiltopia. Right. Okay. And it's and I know that there's more than uh, there's other volumes of this book. Yeah, it would not shock me to find out that Bust Two is a better book than Bust One. It wouldn't shock well, me to find look, that out. Here's the thing: when it's like when I read this, and it's like they made three of these, right? Like, it's like if you had this much story in you, because that's my biggest gripe. It's like it's all too compressed. I can see the art being what it is. It's like it's the artist he could afford. And it's like honestly, you pay somebody to do it, and then you put it on Kickstarter to print it out and send it out and, mm -hmm. and distribute it. That's where the money goes. So it's like 
I can see that's what you could afford. Yeah. But if you have that much story, it's like, you know what? Why don't do six Kickstarter? You know? Yeah, yeah. Like, he could have totally done a 22-page book mm-hmm. and maybe been able to spend a little bit more. Honestly, if we go back through this book and read the first 10 pages, that could have been the first 22 pages and would have kind of yeah. get you to read the second issue with its faults. Abs- absolutely. And that's the thing, right? Because you are right in the sense that there are definitely leaps and bounds that happen within from panel to panel where it's like, no, no, no. Like, like, like how, again, going back to what Jay said with motion, it's like sometimes you got to decompress the action so that the pages can be dynamic. You know what I'm saying? Like spend a whole page on a guy putting a meat cleaver through someone's head so that we can get like the whole like feel for it. You know, maybe it's only a four panel page, but at least we get to see like him grabbing the cleaver and him pulling back and then the actual strike and then what the aftermath of that is. Mm -hmm. And that might be a thing where you're like, damn, like he killed the hell out of that dude. You know, I think this episode, that dude is definitely dead. Right. (laughs) But I'm just saying like, that's what comics is. You know what I'm saying? It's comic books. And this fool, like, you know, it's more like he kind of gave us a book and he's like, okay, well let's put the illustrations. And it's like, not like not only is the artist not so great that you're like okay these static illustrations are like so phenomenal but it's like he's not showing us any of the parts that any of us want to see so you know it's like give us give us the the meat and potatoes of it and you know take the time to do that as opposed to like you know making sure you get through all of your prologue which it like yeah it, it blew my mind the story was like there's a lot of potential but it it's very much squandered throughout this first this first book to me. So anyway, fellas, what, like l- look, let me start. Jay, let me start with you. What would you rate bus number one out of five? I would give it a one. One out of five. Gotcha. I just wasn't feeling it, and That's the fair. art was detrimental. <laughs> Oscor. What would you give bus number one out of five? Two and a half. Like I said, there's something there with the story. And I'm giving them the half because I understand drawing comic books from prison is tough. So Wait, what? Is O'Toole in prison? It looks like prison art to me. You're hilarious. (laughs) Allegedly. Allegedly. I I know a lot of people... (laughs) Not well, not a lot. I know a handful of people in prison. That's that's what their art looks like. Uh, th- there's something there. It wasn't executed right, just like you guys said. And the art, it just is really atrocious. I I had to, I had to convince myself uh, of like five different things that probably are not true, just to get through it. So yeah, two and a half. Got you, Moses Magnum. How what would you rate bus number one? Look, I, I I enjoyed the story's potential. Um and it was a bonus thing, so I'm not mad about it, but I I, I would give it a five because it makes all oh listen, hear me out. You three motherfuckers had four days to come up with something to review, and I threw this at you. So this is your lesson. If you don't come up with shit 
four days before airtime, this oh. is the type of shit you're gonna get. Yeah, man. Look, we will. We will so we will yeah, Joe. Up. I'm looking at you. I know you're not reacting because that's that's how that's your power play, the Joeism. <laughs> it just looks like a Buddha. Like he's intimidating, like the Dalai Lama was, you know, or or Gandhi, you know, or Dalsim. Yeah, and, and then Oz, it's like I, I'm surprised Oz even read it. I didn't think he was even going to read it because I, I was shocked too. Yeah, like it, out, job, of all, out of all the things, out of all the things we pre-produced that he, he can't get to, he gets to this. Look, you guys did three hours this weekend to to allow me to jerk off to. So, OnlyFans.com slash yeah. Fantastic Woman. Is, is, is he talking <laughs> about the, 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 yeah? Oh, okay. three hours talking about death metal. So I was I'm, like, I don't. I hope I didn't do that. Did I? Do that? <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> you did something. But I'm but I'm so not going to give it the five out of five because okay. it, it's just really not that quality of book. And and if I would have paid on Kickstarter for this, I would have been severely disappointed. I do give it a two. Um, I, I like this plays like. To me, like it, it could read like a Fallout DLC or fan fiction, you know. And, and from that aspect, like I, it fits into these dystopian things that I like, even with its flaws. So I did enjoy it, and, and I did have, like I've, I know I've done this little funny bit on the show where I'm like, oh, I'm in, oh, I'm out, I'm in, I'm out. And then reading this book was like that. Oh, I'm in, I'm out. Like, you know. And, and granted, I read it. With lack of sleep at two thirty three in the morning, I started and uh, and it was just like, man, this is what I you know I'm having trouble sleeping. This is what I'm reading. It's like, it wasn't depressing to be up at that time and reading that, but it also wasn't gratifying. Right. right. Usually, I'm listening to like Conan audiobooks. Yeah, I can't sleep. But uh, I, I think that for me, two feels like the right the right rating two out of five for me and because uh, there was panels where the art like fit you know like it, it wasn't as good as the cover but it's yeah, like no, man, no, no. this guy's pose is good you know and i made excuses for some where it's like oh this is like kirby where you don't have any background just and then manga where it's just burst you know Hey, but, listen I, the background wasn't my problem at all like i mm. like honestly my thing was like like the fact that, like, because, like, the, and I didn't get to talk about this more, but I'm certain that there was a tier for this book where it's like, oh, pledge this much and you get to be in the book. And you can tell every panel where somebody probably submitted a picture and the, the artist, like, put them into the book. And I'm just like, like, I wish this kind of care was given to the main character. You know, <laughs> you know, so it just like random panels where you just see like people where you just see their faces. And it's like, my guy, like, I'm not saying don't put people that pledge money. Don't put them into the book, put them into the book. But if I can tell, like, if I could say, OK, so this is a person that pledged. Right. And you'd be like, yeah, <laughs> it's like that's a problem. I shouldn't I shouldn't be like it should be a thing where the person that pledged the money it's like, oh man, look, it's me. And he has to tell the people on the internet, like his friends and stuff, like, look, I'm in a comic. I think you're giving the artist way too much credit. If somebody sent a picture to be put in the book, I feel that the artist saw the picture, 
looked at the picture, threw away the picture, and then tried to redraw it from memory. I, listen, I, I, I promise you, like, there are some scenes in this book where you're just going to be like, why do these people look like that? And I promise you it's because that's what the picture looked like. <laughs> you know, just like, Rick, I like, need a, I need a, a Kickstarter where I can send my picture. There's a, there's a, there's a, a, a panel. Oh, dude, hold on. Wait, you know what? I'm going to find it because I, I got the book. I got the book here. Hold on. It's like, there's definitely. Hurry a up, I got a pee. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm going to hurry up. But there's a panel where it's like there are people protesting and it's like two random dudes just like looking into the camera. And I'm just like, why are these two dudes looking into the camera like this? Like, and and I'm like, oh, you know what? Those are probably Kickstarter backers. Like, <laughs> you know, where it was just like, it doesn't make any sense for it to like be like this. But, you know, I mean, it is what it is. But I, I feel like, yeah, like two two is is where I'm at. None none of us are buying another copy of this on purpose, right? <laughs> Luckily for for you, like because of me, you don't have to. Like I have every, I have the whole arc. I actually did start issue two. Oh well, there you go. And it's just it doesn't get better. <laughs> <laughs> Save it for the Patreon. Worse. No, really? Yeah, there's this one background. You guys mentioned backgrounds, and I rechecked uh, issue one, and it happens in issue two. And there's like no perspective. Like it's it's so weird. Like it's the same artist. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's really hard to look at. Look, I'm gonna no have to read it. You see this panel? Look, spoilers. That's, that's spoilers. a huge farm on that dude. Yeah. That's that that's Oz's hand. <laughs> He's put in some work. No, that, that arm is crazy, but like look at these two dudes. Like, there's no way like those, like at least the dude to the left is a Kickstarter guy. Maybe the guy on the right is like with like you know, he has that weird forehead. Like maybe that guy is a made-up guy, yeah. but he might be from a picture. And it's weird because if you think of it from a Kickstarter perspective, it's like you're actually paying for this to come out. You know, yeah. um, if you would have bought this at like Artist Alley, you'd be like, yeah, you give it some latitude. So that I, I think that's where, at least for me, that's where some uh, the Kickstarter works against somebody. Like if I see Chris O'Toole on the Marvel book, I'm like, hey, uh, maybe, you know. I might have to look at that before I buy it this time around. You know what I mean? I, I don't, like, I feel like if it's Chris O'Toole on a Marvel book, it's literally like him doing, like, one of those, like, four-page stories in, like, a Marvel look, comic. If, 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 if it's Chris O'Toole on a, on a Marvel book, he's doing craft services. <laughs> if I saw one of those pages in Artist Alley, I'd keep walking. Like, where's <laughs> Is Art Germ here? <laughs> it's funny because I've actually walked with Oz. Like that's one of the things we do when we hang out at Comic Con. We go through Artist Alley and we're like, "Yeah, fuck this guy, fuck that." Guy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've recorded it, but I've never wanted to put it because it's like it's fucked up, you know. <laughs> but we're fucked up individuals, so. I mean, listen. Uh, I mean, if you're fucked up and you want to hear that, then maybe join our Patreon. Like, we I'll need, that we, up. 
we need video of that because we'll we'll be walking you here. Oh, like what what happened? I literally had somebody tell me, can you just not record while you say that? Big man comment in chat is hilarious. <laughs> it's like why why is this head bigger you seen, than his body? You've seen that Rick and Morty episode. Yeah. Company right there. Hey, look, that Rick and Morty episode did a better job of explaining that big arm than I'm sure this is. <laughs> All right. It's time to get out of here. Yeah. We got to keep me into a tight 2 212. 212. <laughs> two, two, All right, Jay, give us the final thoughts, buddy. All right. So, if you're reading Bust and you want to animate a parrot with, I suggest. Uh, Fist of the North Star. You've got a fighter, a post-apocalypse, um, much better artwork, way more emotion, and there you go. There it is. Fist, Fist of the North Star was the first anime to make me queasy. <laughs> <laughs> That's that why you're fat. Yeah. Wait, say, look, what happens when you both talk at Say, say your ahead. joke, Oz. I was just wondering, is is it the scene where he's punching the fat dude to get to the like body? No, like, it's the it's the seven wounds. What are you gonna say, Mo? Is that what made you repressed? Like you can enjoy gore or jizzing. Like I still oh. I still want to do like Moses Magnum therapy on Larry, like just a therapy session with Larry, because I. I the reason he can't enjoy gore or porn or beating off is because he's ultra repressed. And I want to get to the bottom of it. Mo wants to get you to beat off. And he won't be satisfied until he watches you do it. I, it's like, I, don't, I just want to see the... Because the, you see Larry now, but everybody that knows anybody that beats off knows they walk around with a glow on their face. Like, they, they're just satisfied with life. And Larry walks around without that. And I want to see him with that like satisfied look on his face. You, you want to see his face coated in in happiness. Whatever uh, it is, coated or not coated, internal, external, wherever it lands. There's happiness all over his face and chest. Yeah. I want him to be happy and not repressed. I want him to be enjoy a good porno film and a horror film because it's ultimately good for the show. Like he still hasn't done any of his horror reactions. Like I, I have a backlog of it. And the, you know he can't blame it on the Patreon either. Sounds like this is all Patreon. discussed before Patreon. As I ask you your final thoughts. Uh, stories, shit. We didn't get to acronym, whatever. Uh, <laughs> the Plastic Man movie is now the Plastic Woman movie. I'm out. What? Yeah, that was a new story we didn't get to. Oh, I I, I, it, was, it was on there. You know what? Whatever. Go ahead. Most magnum. Uh, look, this is gonna be a, a a really like long final thought. So uh, my shipmate came in. My wife, my loving wife Emily, got me the Sure MP7 microphone for Christmas. Came early, so I'm doing a live unboxing. I know we're trying to do a tie two, but we've done we we've surpassed that rule for less. So that's, I'm gonna do a live. You, 
That's the new yeah. one. That's the new one. This, it, is old, it, this is like 10 years old or some shit. Yeah, it, it's it's USB and XLR and iOS and Android. So it, it's your go-to mic for everything. So I'm doing the unboxing. Here is a big long box. That's uh, cool. I'm gonna, if I see your dick pop out of that, I'm gonna. <laughs> Look, I didn't pre-produce this that much. Otherwise, I would have taken a little like, like I'm just ripping the box. I'm not. The, the mo, the mo clip. I want all the penis. <laughs> you stated your goal is to get Mary Young to be. So here's the box. Uh, you've got an egg crate kind of thing. I'm gonna use that for soundproofing. Um, got a manual. Hard manual, uh, some sticker yeah. shit. Yeah. How hard is it? Got, uh, here it is. Uh, and I, I'm, I, again, I didn't pre-produce this. It, it didn't come like I was, you know. So it's got your, your uh, inputs. USB. It does its own mic monitoring, which is good too if you're using. Put it up against your mouth. Yeah, and here's a. XLR, so I'm actually gonna plug it in. So I'm gonna mute my mic real quick, and uh, I'm not gonna use. I, I actually, if, if those keen eyes can tell that I use a ground loop uh, modulator, so I'm gonna do it without that. So we'll see. We'll see how it sounds with it. Look, this is gonna be interesting. We'll see. Wasn't he the one saying type two guys type two? Uh, Black Compact chat says that's a dope mic. I used it; it's fantastic. Nice. Well, listen, I, I, I heard it's know, good, but it just came out like a few weeks ago. All right, so I, I turned it on. I turned it on. I just plugged it in. No settings. It has onboard settings, so it has like a built-in soundboard that it, it can fuck with your settings. I just I'm using it just out of the box. Uh, it already sounds good in my monitor. Let me know in the comments how it sounds. I'm not going to screw it in because that's going to be a whole lot of this kind of stuff. So I'm not doing that. But I'm just going to hold on to it. And uh, it, So far, it sounds good. Yeah. Um, man, uh, sure, MV7. I'm sure that's going to be a new sponsor because they want uh, six people that listen to us buying it. They do. That's what they want. Very cool. All right, well, shoot, for the entire Fantastic Forum, thank you all so much for hanging out with us. We do appreciate you. We'll be back next week. In the meantime, uh, make sure that you like, subscribe, make sure that you follow us and all that good social media stuff. Tell a friend about what we do here if you enjoy what we're doing. Uh, if there's something that you want to hear in particular, please let us know about that as well. Uh, if there's something that you think we should be doing different, we'll listen. Go ahead and let us know that as well, too. Uh, this is Fantastic Forum. We'll be back next week. Thank you for your support and for hanging out with us.